this is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of The Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody. Get in here. It is time again for the Sean Yankee Show. I am Sean, and this is the Sean Yankee Show. So you are in the right place at the right time, no matter where you're at or when you're viewing or listening to the show. And tonight is a big night. We have a special guest tonight. Gerard Kenyette Hay is going to be joining us to have a discussion. We're going to talk about anything that you guys want and anything that comes up. But he's got a lot of interesting things going on and a lot of interesting things to talk about, about becoming more off-grid. So a lot of things to learn about. It's going to be really fun having this conversation with Gerard. I'm excited. But make sure that you share this out. We're just a little independent show, and sharing is caring. So please share this out everywhere, anywhere and everywhere. And remember to like everywhere you're at. Right now we're live on Facebook YouTube and VK. This is our first week on VK. Still working out some of the kinks for anybody who's here on VK as far as comments go. But anywhere you're at, make sure you like and share. And then later on, later on, about an hour after the show, we'll be up as a podcast. And everywhere that you can get one of those, like Spotify, Google Podcasts, all those places, you'll be able to find the show and check it out. And download it and listen to it on your way to work and anywhere you want. So we're everywhere and trying new places too. I'm experimenting with BitChute. And someone last night, Lacey, was trying to teach me Telegram. I don't know how I feel about that. They just added streaming to Telegram. And as you know, that, that's a big decider when I'm trying to figure out where to go and where to do this at. You got to have streaming because what we do is live. And they have added something like streaming, but you would have to totally dedicate yourself to it. It wouldn't be able to be done the way we do this, where we multi-stream it. So 
maybe it would give us more reach, but it would also limit us. I, I really don't know. I'm thinking about that. But she's showing me that one. And then like BitChute and Rumble are names that keep getting thrown around. I'm trying that. BitChute anyway. I got to look back into Rumble. I've used all of these at one point. But trying to see what's going to take off, what's going to be our route. I'm hoping Gab adds streaming. I like Gab. I don't know if you've checked out Gab, but as far as for social media goes, I like them. And that's where we keep our videos now. Ever since we got wiped on YouTube, we keep them at Gab TV. I, I'd like to see them add streaming because they believe in free speech and no censorship. But they have their own servers, which I feel is better. Let me say hi to everybody and get us started, though, because I want to get us into the guest as soon as possible. So we have a lot to get into and talk about with Gerard. But uh, I want you guys to participate, too. I'm going to bring your comments up and we'll incorporate you in the discussion. Hey, Helen. How you doing, Lee, Dolores, Nicole, Marie? Hey, Roseanne. Paul's here? Nah, really? Is this a random Paul sighting? Or are you actually here? Dolores. Hey, Joan. You go have fun. Joan's at the fair. You know, at least go have fun and look at fun while you listen. You can put your earbuds in, walk around, look at the merry-go-round and stuff. Enjoy the fair. But yeah, right? I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to talking with Gerard. A lot I want to get into and hear about. He's been doing a lot of interesting stuff. When Robert says the show is about to start in the beginning, by the way, he's not kidding around. That line, when he delivers that line, I have about 11 seconds. And I wasn't ready just now. I was scrambling. A lot of times I'm scrambling during that 11 seconds because I'm trying to share, you know, myself. Because sharing is caring. I want to care. I want to be caring. Hey, Nicole, I don't know if I got you. I feel like I missed you. But yeah, invite your friends, share this out anywhere and everywhere. But in just a minute, I'm going to bring in Gerard. I just wanted to talk about a few things with you first. Um, one was the podcast. I like this as a podcast. It's different. You know, it opens it up to your imagination. You know, it changes it. And it sounds so much better. But I like them because I have a long drive to work and it's good. You know, it, it makes for a really good drive to work. Listen, I'm trying to push it. But uh, and then we're also trying to move forward with uh, more streaming platforms and then eventually to the website. So if you can be a supporter of the show, that would be amazing. I would appreciate that. And there are many ways to do so. You can find them all at the Sean Yankee Show under the Support Us tab. But an, a really great way to support the show and get something in return is our merchandise store. So check this out and I'll be right back. Hey, while you got a minute, let me talk to you. Do you have excellent taste? Do you love cool t-shirts? then you need some sweet Sean Yankee Show swag. And do I have just the place for you? The official Sean Yankee Show merchandise store. Your home for the best t-shirts, stickers, and cool official Sean Yankee Show swag around. Check out this sweet tee. 
or this premium stylish hoodie? What about this sweet coffee mug? Support our shows and help us grow in style at the Sean Yankee Show Merchandise Store. Stick around. Sean will be right back and there's more show to come. All right. Well, I've gotten the link over to our guest. He'll be here as soon as he can, and then we'll get into our discussion. And like I said, make sure to participate. Anything you want to know, anything you want to ask Gerard, anything you want to talk about, I'll be putting your comments up during the interview. So you will be part of it. Hey, Mark. Mark's here. Walking taco. You're having a big taco salad. Jones at the fair, like I said, having a taco salad. A lot of ways to enjoy the show. You know, Paul, this is a good opportunity to teach you about headphones like Jones using right now. Doing two things at the same time, multitasking. I was watching a really cool documentary that Patricia sent me right before the show. It was about UFOs and extraterrestrials, specifically this little old lady who's been seeing them. And they've been visiting her since 1974, and she's been documenting it. And she has over 30,000 feet of video footage, and they were analyzing her footage. It was interesting. It was pretty neat. And that's what I was doing today as far as outside of work, and then I was at work. That part sucked, but we have to do that. What have you been doing? What are you up to? What's going on with you? And I see that Gerard has arrived. So I'll be bringing him up in just a second. I got to get my ears on too. I see he's putting his on. I always forget to do it. I should do it right now. There we go. Now I'm ready. But um, since Gerard is with us, I'm going to go ahead and change this and bring him in. Uh, tonight's guest is Gerard Kenyette Hay, and if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's bring him into the show and get the conversation started, but take part. Make sure you take part, because I'll be including you in it. Hey, Gerard. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I want to be the first one to cry on the Sean Yankee show. Am I the first? Yes. Yeah, I don't think it's <laughs> happened before. I think it's Dude. almost happened a couple times. Oh, a couple times? Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I think got it's it. come close. I could have pushed it that direction, but I always backed off. I No, I got it. I just want to yep. look. I yep. was the first person to cry on the Sean Yankee show, damn Eight it. 2021. There you, brother, I just took my toenail off, so I'm I'm allowed to cry. I'm. Oh, uh, how did this happen? <sighs> That's a long story. How much time do you have? <laughs> I have a lot of time. We just started. Well, I mean, as you know, I live off grid. So last time we talked, I think I was kind of uh, more Rockefellerian. And so I'm less and off grid, you eat healthier. And so, um, you know, when I when I do a show or interview, I don't have the greatest Internet because it's satellite. I'll come to a hotel. So I'm in town and they got this crazy place down here that puts cracking tacos called Beyond. What, no, what's it called? Taco Cabana with a and they make Beyond Meat Tacos because, you know, I'm vegetarian. And I was so excited, man, to go out there and get some of this Rockefeller and taco. Because uh, 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 I haven't had tacos in a long time. I was running and, I, and the curb was just there. And the curb just wanted to help me amputate my toenail. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> so the toenail, it, it's, it's, oh man, I tell you, blood was just everywhere. And I'm looking at my sad little toenails kind of like hanging on, like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like on a hinge. So I'm gonna lose that toenail, but uh. so I've, I've got coffee to wake me up because I've got uh, taco ban mar- margaritas to go. If y'all don't know Taco Cabana, they got literally got margaritas to go. You drive through the thing, show your license, get your alcohol. And so I got that. And I'm drinking water to hydrate afterwards and cough in case I go to sleep. <sighs> so I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. Man, how you doing? I, but that's why I'm crying. <laughs> Good. Uh, you had an interesting day. Man, that hurts. Anything. Ugh. I can't. That story, I, I'm still visualizing it <laughs> in my imagination. But that's why I don't wear sandals. Well, I have to I wear can't. sandals. Why? why not? Why? Why don't, why don't I? For the yeah. extra protection. I'm oh, worried man. about something like that happening. But they're just feet, brother. You don't have to always head to toe. You're a good-looking guy from head. Mm-hmm. You don't got to go to your toes. You can stop at your ankles. Oh, it ain't about fashion. Though. I'm telling you, it's protection. Okay. It is. Well, I don't want something like that to happen because I'm I'm liable to step to trip on a curb. Oh, brother, I'm the clumsiest person I know. Yeah. Nobody tops me. Or step on a Lego, anything. I wear them in the house. How I'm many kids shoes do you right have? now? Six total. You got six kids? Total. Three live okay. here. Okay, three live there. Okay. All right. Now I was about to call you a Lego supremacist or a Lego fragility. The Lego fragility phase is over, something. luckily, but there's still stuff to step on. Oh my God. You I oh oh my God. You know what? So what's bad? The worst things to step on is Legos. And the next worst thing is probably matchbox cars. But by far, do you remember when we were kids? We used to have the the jacks, you know, the little jacks, you mm-hmm. roll the jacks, yes. and it's like you had these little spear things and the little round things. That was a nightmare. That could do real damage. Real this damage. Is why I wear shoes always. <laughs> I can't. My feet are too ugly, brother. I got to let them out. My feet, and they were ugly before I got to the desert. Now they're brown and dried up, skin hanging off. And it's a good thing that the curb is still there. The curb could have got beat the hell up by my feet. But I like to show them when I go out. Yeah, Babel's always tries to get me to wear like sandals or at least around the house. But yeah. And get them, babos. Damn it. Yeah, hell yeah. Let them feed out. Let the dogs out. Right. Who let the dogs out? Roof. Roof. I don't think they ever out. found out. <laughs> oh, Fauci did it. F-O-U-L-C. So the, there, there has been a lot of changes, though, like you were mentioning. Your, your whole world has changed since the last time I talked to you. Every world has changed. Literally, oh, yeah. everybody's world has changed in, in three years. Nothing is the same. Nothing right. is the same. True. Hate when that happens. I hate when everything happens. Everything right now sucks, Paul Jones. Everything sucks. I don't even know what you want to talk about, uh, uh, Sean. We can talk about off-grid craziness. I can get your YouTube channel banned and deleted on Facebook if you want me to. We can talk about Ovaltine and donuts. Or we can just read crowd comments. I'm good with that, too. Man, I can barely keep a YouTube channel, for one. I just got another <laughs> hit. We're, we're actually right now on the on the old channel as a backup because I got a medical misinformation hit. Oh yeah. 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 You yeah, you 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 said And I baby like, talk even. So there had to have been a human watching because I try to avoid the V word and the, I call it juice. Oh you know they, yeah, they they're they're up on us, brother. They're up on like making cold oh, yeah. words and old teen and all of that. Mm-mm. They're up on it. Oh yeah. So now oh, we're I, trying out VK with new platforms. Yeah. How you like I it? Know. I heard you talking it's about it's our first week there and it, it's already doing much better. We our third platform used to be Twitch, which never took off. And then 
like for Mon for example, Monday's episode is past 70 views, which is much better than awesome. Twitch. And it's only the first week. So, yeah. but I'm not getting many comments. I don't know. I'm giving it time. But for the first yeah. week, I'm, I'm happy with it. Because on Twitch, we, we were maybe three to five on a good night. And, yeah. and this is averaging about five or six already during the live. Okay. So, yeah. Well, you'll do good on VK. You got that Russian look. I don't know. I do look. I've had people ask me if I'm Russian. <laughs> yeah, you got that look. I, I I got a lot of Russian friends. I won't say nothing about them because half of them in the mafia. They, they're rough people. <laughs> do you listen to any comedy? What's that? Stand up comedy. Do you ever listen to any? Ah, I'll do a Dave Chappelle every now and then. I mean, most there's of a my comic comedy named Bert Kreishner. Okay, he's real funny. He usually doesn't wear a shirt. That's kind of his gimmick. But he tells a story of hanging out with these Russian gangsters, and it's one of the most hilarious things I've ever heard. They yeah. sound better than Italian mobsters. Yeah, yeah. So um, the real people to be worried about are like mobsters, mm -hmm. man. I, I used to hang out with these guys, and we would go to this. Um, it's like a Russian restaurant bar. It was like a Russian bar with a restaurant. But anyway um yeah there was like this russian billionaire's wife that was there and her girlfriend and we were all hanging out having drinks and stuff that was probably the scariest night of my life <laughs> you don't want to hang out with like a billionaire's anything because you no. offend anything they literally could could pay 800 crackheads to just come to your house and do all kind of foul things to you but um oh yeah but but mobsters are fun to hang out with i like the united states incorporated mobsters they're kind of fun too <laughs> they're the scariest kind Oh, really? These like Russians, the though, they sounded entertaining. Yeah, yeah. the bathhouse. Talk about yeah. this stuff. Yeah, man. Oh, Rose. Oh, I love it, too. I love it. So what I did, I planted a whole bunch of uh, plants. I have, like, castor and moringa and, and a bunch of other tropicals, um, um, monstera, all around the bathroom. I put, like, this, you know, the property I bought, it's got a bunch of fossils. It's an ancient seabed. So, I like, I got a bunch of those stones, and I did a floor with it. And, uh, and then did like a bamboo and, and curtain tight outdoor shower bathhouse thing thingy to it. And it feels good. It feels like I got money, Sean. It's the craziest thing. When you have some land, you can pretend. <laughs> it, 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 it actually looks like I, it's out of a magazine. Rose is right. I don't know how the hell I did that. <laughs> that is cool. Is it on your timeline? A picture? Uh, I'm not even sure. Rose, where did I put Kind of it? scanning through your timeline right now while yeah. we're talking, looking for it. But well, I'm no, that to, is amazing. I'm trying to federate things. Like I always wanted to, I always wanted to like live off grid. I always wanted like an outdoor shower and bathroom and everything. I've got this weird idea, you know, Sean, that the toilet shouldn't go anywhere near the soap. Like you shouldn't drop a deuce anywhere where you're supposed to get clean. So the bathroom. The toilet's far from the shower place. It's supposed to be fresh and outdoor, airy. All the plants are growing through the ceiling. Stuff like that. So um, I'm not sure if it's on my time. I'm trying to federate. I'm kind of like you. I like I, I post certain things to Instagram. I post other things to Facebook, other things to Patreon. I just joined. What is the name? Pick the chat. Chat the chat a pit. Pick the. I never heard of this one. What is it called? Snapchat. Snapchat. Oh, That's what Snapchat. I, yeah, my kids got me to join that. So I joined that one. And I'm just, I post different things in different places. I'm not sure where it is, but. Rose um, is saying your Instagram. I'll, I'll look for you there while we're talking, but I uh, show you, some of it if I can. Uh, yeah. No, but that's your, your Facebook has changed a, a lot. Like your life has changed a lot. That's very interesting yeah. to me. Hell yeah. I'm blocking people like you wouldn't believe you, Sean. <laughs> 
But I, I, yeah, it, and it's not going to stop. I'm going to keep blocking people who bring dumb stuff, ignorance, and you know, I just I, I can't have that anymore. There's something I'm going through, Sean. It's it's uh, I I have off grid issues, right? Off grid issues, whether or not the mountain lions are still scared of me, right? Whether or not my neighbor's wolf wants to come eat me because I was down there playing with him yesterday, whistling, trying to give him some cookies. <laughs> whether or not javelinas and hogs are trying to kill me, you know, uh, uh, whether or not the bathhouse is going to get blown down in the next dust devil that comes around. Yeah, I got real problems. Whether or not a baby rattlesnake wants to climb up in my bed and kiss me. I don't have time for on grid drama. And I got a lot of friends who are still involved in orange. Oh, they want to be better than somebody else on Facebook. They want to be smarter than somebody else. I know something better than somebody else. And somebody loves somebody. Don't love somebody back. Somebody, somebody, somebody. Like there's all kind of crazy stuff going on, Sean. And I just don't have time for it. Like my, my bull shizzle queue is about this big now. Like I never blocked anyone. And I put together this big page full of all these people having great discussions and everything. Mm-hmm. And now it's just, you know, there, there's a lot of intelligent people, but you have a lot of trolls there that are just wasting everybody's time. And uh, so, yeah, I, I just, and there's no real formula, but my page is changing. You know, I've got a dog. I posted a picture of my dog earlier today and uh, he's a cute little poochie moth poochie. Um, which <laughs> that's didn't not really a dog. dog. <laughs> you saw that? That's yes. cute. He looks like a dog, though, didn't he? He was all furry and stuff. It did he for was... a second. I was trying to figure out what it was. <laughs> this is he the was... bathhouse he was talking about. Yeah, that's the beginnings very of it. Big, though. I don't know how to blow up an Instagram picture, but yeah, this is the beginnings of it. It's the beginning. I think there's an inside picture. That's kind of, you know, like I like that whole curtain flow thing in the desert. I'm not a design person, but I, you know, that's me getting a little sleep wind turbine in the back. Um, I kind of like the flowing look, but uh, yeah, yeah. Where's the dog? My there dog. He there he goes. Yes. There he goes. Oh, look at the poochie. Yes. Y'all see the poochie? Look. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> Y'all see his little snouts and stuff, all that fur and stuff. <laughs> that, you know what that? You know what that is, Sean? You know what that what? is? No. What is it? Does anybody know what that is? I didn't know that these things even exist. I'm from the East Coast, Sean. I don't know a damn thing about the West Coast and in, in Texas. You know what this thing is? Mm-mm. Does anybody? I'm watching the comments over here. Oh, but it looks like a it looks like an alien dog. Looks like something that I got from like I don't know. Um, who's the guy with all the alien? Uh, oh, the, the alien guy died. Uh, prime minister didn't the prime minister from Canada, Paul Hellyer, didn't he die like this week? Or last week? I don't know. He was a defense minister for uh, for Canada. And he was the one who said when he retired, he said, oh, yeah, y'all don't. That's not, you know, the aliens are flying everywhere. And we got ships, too. And the United States has ships and people flying around. So Paul Hellyer. And I kind of added a little sugar to that. But I think he died last week. Somebody fact check me on that. Uh, Maybe I'm moving to the draw. Come on, Paul. Come on down. Everybody's welcome. Come on down. It's You're looking the real next good. Contestant on pick up a shovel and come out here and work with me and, <laughs> and build some greenhouses. Um, yeah, no, I want to completely be off grid. Like my goal is, you know, zombie apocalypse. My goal is I want to be able to cut the cord to Rockefeller World, have all the food, water, supplies, entertainment, medicinal, everything that we need. I mean, I don't intend on doing that. But we are in a time, Sean, where this could get pretty bad. Like, if you're really paying attention, we're we're kissing a civil war. 
Like people mm -hmm. don't understand. Like they're like, oh, it's just face diapers. Oh, it's just the machination. No, it's not. You have no idea the brothers they're that are getting ready, but they're getting ready. They're poking a bear. And this bear is not a bear. You're going to say, oh, I was just kidding. Going back in the cave. We were just kidding. We weren't going to force you to do this. We were going to just kick you out of society unless you, you put an experiment in your body. No, these brothers are serious. And I, I hate to tell you this, but I am not on the side of the people that's behind with the billionaires. And, and when you start something like that in the United States, which we do not want, it's going to be bad and it's not going to stop. You are not going to say, psych, we were kidding. Um, we were just playing. No, these brothers are good. They're going to take, they're going to try to take it back. And it's going to split the military down the middle. It's going to split the FBI down the middle. It's going to split the CIA down the middle. And it's going to be bad. And while Americans are falling into a civil war, thinking that one side is going the other, Russia and China are going to sit back and just watch. Like, who do you think going to win? I don't know. They're going to go back and forth. And when it looks like the, the north or the south, the east or the west, the Democrats, Republicans, I don't know, maskers, whatever dumb people are fighting, uh, when, when you almost think you won, you're going to see all these Russian jets fly over with Chinese jets and Vietnam jets and Afghanistan jets and everybody like, yo, we got America. <laughs> They're going to kill everybody else left, take the technology, take our resources, our land, geoengineering weapons. Like, I don't think people realize what's going on. All sides, we're, we're always being played against each other. And right now, this is this is a fix the world thing that's going on, right? America has too much power. And it's not America because we don't have a government, right? It's the United States Incorporated. It's a corporation. It's a legal legislated oligarchy that corporations dictate everything. Voters have no say in anything, but people don't like to read the law. Um, and you remember when I wanted to argue with that about you? Or oh, about I that love you. No, I tell you that, man. I, I was you, so good-hearted then and, and naive. You're such a sweet guy. But you, you were so me. nice to be, so polite. <laughs> because you're a good guy, man. How can you not be nice to Sean Yankee, man? You're a good guy. You That's got how that people get heart. pulled into that shit, though, by believing it's real. I did. Well, it's believable. I And, and I'm no different. I'm you. I, be, I believe if I was you... What? One election. I beat you by one election. That's it. If we went yeah. back one election, I was 100% you. Mm -hmm. You know, still trying to make a difference. I mean, keep doing what the billionaires and the psychopaths tell me to do. And 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 finally, I, I gave up. And uh, and some some brothers I used to hang with, who used to, on MySpace, we used to talk about the Rockefellers and Rothschilds and, and sovereign mm -hmm. citizenship and stuff. And I started digging back into that. And then stumbled onto the uh, uh, Organic Act, right? The Washington, D.C. Act of 1871. I'm like, wait a minute. Why in the hell am I voting if we are literally a corporation and we're run by a corporation? And the politics, the politicians are just, they're just a department from within a corporation that nobody really know who owns. You know, what's my, right. what, why am I voting? How stupid actually am I? And I like to pretend that I'm not that stupid. <laughs> So anyway, but no, I, you know what? The problem with you, Sean, is you're a smart man. You're an intelligent man. And you will always figure it out. You give Sean Yankee a two, a plus sign, and a two, damn it, he going to get the four, right, eventually. And I, I like Bernie, too. To be honest with you, I like Trump, too. I, I liked Obama, too. I liked them all for different reasons. I didn't vote for none of them. Bernie was but one all, of the best at what he does. Trump's very good at it, too. But Paul's ooh. right. They're snake oil salesmen. They are. And they, oh, they said, Paul, they sell that oil. Boy, they, oh, they're good oil salesmen. They sell, 
So, you know, I take what I like about each one of them. Trump, I like him because he's fun. <laughs> he yes. pisses off the liberals, and that's so enjoyable. I just, mm -hmm. I loved it. Um, Obama, he pissed off the conservatives. I enjoyed that, too. But, you know, he he kind of talked like my uncle. You know, I don't know, get me wrong. These, these men are all psychopathic actors from within a corporation, so I don't have any love really for any of them. But they all had their thing. Bernie, he did his job too damn good. He got in there like, yeah, guys, we're going to fix it. We're going to change this and for this, this, this. You know, like he would say things that would piss off the conservatives, but he was right. You know, mm -hmm. we're all, we're going to give Medicare to everybody. We're going to do this. We're going to end the wars. We're going to, you know, and he said all the right things, but they didn't like it because he was on the left. But in reality, we, the people on the right, they know that America is not the republic, right? That's where we, hashtag restore the republic comes from. They know that. They know that literally the United States Incorporated prints the money. They literally print the money. And this is where all the MMMT people come from. That you, hell yeah, well, you know, but they fall into this, the, the left-right paradigm, right? Where the conservatives are like, oh, no, yeah, we can't pay for that. They're going to tax us. They're right about that, but they don't have to, right? Right. We live in a time of artificial scarcity. And this is why I don't do politics on anybody's side, because it's all bullshizzle. They print just enough money to keep enough starving white, black, Chinese, Hispanic, left, right, liberal, conservative uh, uh, people to keep them in conflict with each other. And unfortunately, too many people don't get that. And so they fight each other while these billionaires and corporations just pocket all that money. Right. And it has no value because they print it. You know, and so it's artificial scarcity. They literally starve the people to keep them in conflict. That's why when I learned it, I finally did uh, uh, learn it, the MMT, and, and even interviewed Stephen Grumbine, who's a big voice for that, uh, and got oh, it explained yeah, to me very well. And, and you're right. The more I learned about it, the angrier it made me. It didn't make it better. It's worse. You know? It, it gets you angry. I remember hey, Steve's still around. I remember his girlfriend cussed me out a couple of times. Did she? <laughs> I haven't seen him in a long time, but he did come on and talk to me about MMT. I know he does yeah. still have a podcast. And from what I hear, it's kind of popular. I don't know, though. A yeah, buddy so, of mine likes to have him on now. OK. And, and to clarify, yeah. I don't know if it was his girlfriend. But he's still around, he, still he talking might... about the MMT, and they still see okay. it as an answer. Like, like they're going to allow us a seat at that table. They've never no. let us into ever no. just because well, we now understand it. So we right. can tell them, I know you can do it. And they'll be like, all right, then let me, I'll give it to you. No, right, never. Well, so, and, and everybody's right to a degree. And I don't want to say it was Steve's girlfriend. Let me clarify. It was a woman close to him. And I had no idea who she was, but she still cussed me out. And, um, but they're right to a degree, right? You know, but everybody's just right enough. Um, I agree with MMT to a point where there are a lot of starving people in this country who need immediate saving right the F now. They needed saving years ago. They both got white skin, black skin, yellow skin, orange skin, any of the skins that y'all think are racist. All of them need saving. I agree with MMT from the perspective. You print the money right now because those people have things they need, especially after this malnutrition demic that just happened. Those people need houses, they need clothes, they need shoes, they need food, they need security. Because when you keep people in that artificial scarcity, it turns them into survivalists and they'll do anything. Right. So I agree with MMT to that perspective. But I stopped there because I'm a technology guy, as you know. And I, and I think I told you, you know, what took me out of corporate America is when I realized we have the automation to feed everybody. 
you have the automaker, we have, you know, we can 3D print houses. There are over a dozen com uh, uh, companies right now 3D printing houses, right? We can automate, grow food for everybody. There's more enough land in this country. People are like, oh, we're overpopulated. I'm just like, shut up. Are you crazy? Please get in a car and drive across the country and realize that this country is full of trees and land. Nobody's there. These billionaires lie to you and they tell you these dumb things at talking points that people carry. But if you actually get in on a damn motorcycle or car, damn it, get a horse or a goat. Go across the country and realize this country is nothing but land. We have more than enough land to go around. And this is when I left corporate America is when I realized I'm helping the bad guys, right? I'm helping them make better software, better automation, better robotics uh, uh, to not share it with the people. And I give up. Sean, there, there is se I have seven billion cousins on this planet. And from my perspective, if you mess with any of them, then you're going to have to deal with me. Right. I'm no longer working for the, the, the foes. I'm no longer working for the bad guys. And that's why I stand up for my poor white folk. I stand up for my poor black folk, my poor Hispanic folk. These are all my brethren and sisters. Right. And I'm not going to let anybody speak down to them. There's one race in this world, and that's the, and that's the only race, Sean Hansen. That's it. That's all we got. We're all cousins. We, and the funny thing, because I really love talking to you, Sean, because I want to take it to aliens at some point in time, <laughs> which is it, 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 the reason why aliens don't want to visit is the same reason we don't visit our, our retarded, drunk, and crazy family that fight all the time, right? Like if you were going to, this is my example, if you were going to... Uh, I don't know. Say you had some aunts and uncles, family meeting, gathering or something, the, the crazy Jackson side of your family. You know, when you go, there's always some fighting. Somebody pulls out a knife to throw some beer bottles. You know, somebody's child goes flying in the air. Crazy stuff happens. You right. don't go there for Thanksgiving because then people are crazy. Right. You're all family, but you're acting like fools. So you imagine an alien ship coming around here about the Oh, yeah, we're going to Earth to see the Earthlings. You know, nanu nanu. They get down to Earth and they see all of these cousins. Right. Because that's what we are. Whether you believe in religion or science doesn't really matter. Same damn thing. But, you know, a lot of people aren't there yet. And that's OK. You know, we all came from the same tribe. We all came from the same original womb. So we're all family. We're all cousins. But they pull up to the house and all they see is us fighting, killing, shooting each other for black oil and minerals and Afghanistan and all this other crazy stuff. Fighting people because they got different fur colors and just, just dumb, ignorant stuff. They, they turn it. Just how you turn the car right back. They had, no, we are not going to the Jackson. The, the police out front. <laughs> You know, your know, chairs being thrown out the window. Just act, you know, I'm hell no, we're not going there for Thanksgiving. We're leaving, right? The aliens get here, they're like, uh, yeah, they're not gonna make it. They're they're still they're literally cousins raping cousins, cousins mugging cousins, cousins joining up with in politics with select billionaires to go against their other poor cousins. Man, you know, so that's why the aliens aren't here, because they think we're going to die. By all rights, I'm with nature. I don't think we're going to make it unless we get past this. That's hard to disagree with the last thing you said about making it. I don't know. There's there is some bad coming. I know that's right. Oh, yeah. And, very true. and the best thing to do is probably what you're doing. You know, a lot of times we kick around what what to do, you know, when this when it hits the fan, the shit that is on its way. And I think almost there and i don't know I, I think maybe like the amish or somebody doing what you're doing has the best idea yeah well that's that's actually but won't they come for them too don't you think like Eventually. with this agenda they want to make only certain places yeah. livable eventually i mean yeah. part, of, part of the reason why i'm here is that in pennsylvania I had a lot of amish friends and i used to go out there to lancaster all the time oh really 
Yeah, I used to tell them, John, man, listen, because that's just the most racist name I can think of at the moment. Because, you know, John Tunstall, <laughs> like John, like we joke around like, John, when it hits, brother, I'm coming out here. I'm too close to Philly. I'm coming out. <laughs> and he's like, come on out. Come on out. You can come, you know. Right. But they're, they're, they're sustainable community. They're doing it there. They're, they're doing it the right way. They, 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 the ancestry passed down very powerful, critical information. The youth pick it up. They hand it to the next generation. They got a little inbreeding mm-hmm. thing in some of the community. They need to fix that. You know, brings you know. <laughs> they got to yeah. fix kind of that. Bring some black people, Chinese people, some Irish folk. You know, mix that up a little bit. Get that DNA down to the mutt level where you're very, very healthy because the mutts are actually the healthiest uh, creatures on the planet, all the species. But nobody wants to talk about that. They want to stay ignorant in their own little German shepherds, the black people, the, the Irish people, the Chinese people, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the, the strength in their community, you know, mm-hmm. it, it really showed me how weak I am, right? The Amish are strong. Their kids are strong. And I, a, an Amish girl by the age of eight is stronger than every man in our country. <laughs> She's smarter too. You know, it's just like, I got tired of being weak, Sean. So, you know, I watch a lot of survivor shows, you know, I'm an automation guy. I'm a gardener. Um, and, and, and in my mind, um, I think about, well, you know, I could go to a tropical country and just, you know, retire. And that's what I actually I was going to do, Sean. I was going to sell out. I went to Belize and I was going to go really? down there <laughs> and just retire and grow food in a tropical place where it's easy. And, you know, then I just really started processing and thinking about it. And I was just like, man, that's running away. That's sucker stuff. That's sellout stuff. Right. That's that's that privilege supremacist stuff that I'm doing because I had a good mother and father. My father put a computer in my hand. I knew how to write software and get a good job. But taking all of that computer supremacy and money that I've made and go hide in another country. You know, that's that's what that's what punks do. And Sean, I ain't no punk, man. So I decided, you know what, I'm gonna pick the hardest place to grow food. It's the artificial desert desertification. It's not a real desert. It just the, the rain doesn't stay anymore because we destroyed the soil, we took out the trees, we overgrazed with the cattle, now all the water just runs off. I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna green that desert. And if uh, 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 anybody's seen a black man, <laughs> in which black men don't exist, but just for the lack of you know the right words, we don't know who we are. We came from, all came from millions of tribes all over the planet. Um, but if I can do it, I'm a software engineer, raised with a silver spoon in my mouth in Rockefeller world. If I can move out to, with feral hogs, coyotes, rattlesnakes, scorpions, and all these other things, and I can make it, I can build a community, I can grow my food, I can build safety um, and thrive, in which I'm getting to that point now where I'm starting to thrive, it's starting to feel good. When you start polishing toilets, man, that's when you know you're making it off grid. <laughs> When you have a nice bathroom off grid, that's when you know you're making it. Before that, you might die any day. I still could die any day. But, you know, I think I'm hoping, if anything, Sean, the things that I do inspire someone else to go do it. Right. Like that's how we save people. Right. If you go save yourself, you're a punk. Right. And I, I'm a prepper in a long time. I've told you that I've, I've doomsday prepper came out. I was like, man, y'all are late. What the hell? You know, everybody's grandmother had a pantry. You know, you we're all we all come from prepper families. And no one so knows I how was, to do that stuff anymore. The, yeah. I keep you say yeah. so much interesting stuff. I try to jump in, but you have to jump in. and preserving of food. No one knows how to do that anymore. They yes. don't teach that. I kind of know These how skills. to do it. 
I kind of know how to, I was. I preserved a whole bunch of stuff. I got my dehydrator. I know how to do it. I'm afraid to eat some of it, <laughs> but I know how to do it. I, botulism scares me, man. I don't even know what the hell botulism is. I just know it comes from your tomatoes. If they're too wet and you don't, you know, dehydrate them correctly. You on botulism make it sound like you fart a lot and have diarrhea and vomit and stuff. And those are things that I don't like at all, you know. So, but you got to jump right. in. Because brother, Norm, does understand canning and preserving of food. I was just thinking of these different things they don't teach you about how to even function. Like if the grocery store was to shut down, most people would be completely screwed. Joe Rogan had an old bit about the grid going down and how fast we would revert because we depend so much on this system. Hell yeah. Hell, give me five minutes. Unga bunga, man. Unga bunga. (laughs) I'm going to get. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna get me a, 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 some leather and some spikes. You remember Mad Max? <laughs> I'm yeah. ready in time. I you know that actually took place in this time period. It's yeah, time to it was, it's time to change our dress code and just in, embrace it. I'm ready anytime, anytime. And it was me, set in 2021. Look, brother, I'm convinced. I'm gonna have fun no matter what happens. Whether that be civil war, whether that they try to do a World War II thing and kind of round people up. Whether, no matter what they do, I'm gonna make it fun and funky at the same time. So, what you made know, you choose Belize? Can I ask that? <laughs> well, Belize is beautiful, man. Number one, I know that's true. It's it, it, it's it's beautiful. It's tropical. Um, it's the the diversity. I love it. Right, like I grew up in the Washington D.C. area, and it's just too many black people there. Like I love them to death, but you can't ever have too many of anybody. <laughs> and uh, uh, so, no, I, I like Belize because Belize had a big community from Europe. It's got a big community from America. It actually has a lot of Vietnam uh, uh, War vets who are down there. Um, really? It's got a lot of uh, uh, it's got a lot of Africans, right? Because they brought them over on the boat to get the, uh, the uh, what is that tree starts mahogany, the mahogany trees. But the mahogany back then was so much value. You know, they were cutting down trees that were like thirty feet wide at their base. They, they left the slaves, man. They got over there and they were like, listen, um, we brought y'all over here. Thanks for cutting the trees. We appreciate it. But y'all going to stay here because <laughs> it's cheaper to go get some more of y'all. And we're going to take this wood back to Europe. Right. And so and then there are Mayans down there. And so you got all of these cultures, all of these languages and everybody's getting together. And I think English still is the primary language, you know, but oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. The government has some issues. You know, the queen is on the money. That always scares me. <laughs> but uh, uh, my boss is from there. Belize. Oh, really? Yeah. And she's going back. She came to the United yeah, States yeah. with her husband. Yeah. He had yeah. a bar there. I know. I don't know that he was a vet, but I know he had a bar there and that's where they met. And then they moved to the United States and she okay. plans to go back when they retire. But she's been building a home there and she sends home money. The, the U.S. dollar is worth twice as much in Belize. Yeah, still is not for long. Right, still I know. Right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're about to That's rob everybody I, with the U.S. bank. She was able but, to do that because yeah. uh, over time she built this house, but now she's going to go back. That's where she's escaping to is Belize. Yeah. That's what made me ask, and I'm interested to hear that. That was all very interesting. I didn't know that about Belize. Well, the land is really cheap. I mean, there were there are there are some sticky points, right? And you know, it wasn't just I need to help people with what I know, not just flee and hide and protect myself like I'm, you know, some little scared little, you know, whatever. Um, but there there are challenges, right? They overuse pesticides there, right? You have to struggle to find clean water. You know, they're trying oh, to really? catch up. Oh, you know, America's destroyed the entire, you know, all of South America. It's not not America because when you say America, you're thinking Americans. I'm mm-hmm. trying to change how I talk. It's the United States Incorporated, right? Since the 50s, 
they've been destroying any government down there that actually does anything decent for its people, right? Confessions of Economic Hitman, John John Perkins, if anybody's never read his book, go read his book, educate yourself. Um, but they destroyed every country there. So Belize has a whole lot of problems like all these other countries that were given to them by the United States Incorporated. Um, and pesticides is one. They're trying to catch up to America and do that thing. She's going to hit the fan when everybody figures out our currency is worthless. And this is true. Our currency is worthless and it's going to be the value is going to be almost zero. But there's a lot of things that are happening, Paul Jones. I mean, one is right. The currency valuation, which is coming. And these ignorant people are still printing money and giving it away, writing up the ledger instead of creating an American currency, printing the money like with MMT strategy and give it to the people who need it the most. So crime will stop um, until we can figure out a new you know, way to live without money, which is you know, my interest. But when they do that revaluation, China might be the new America, right? Russia might be the new America. The billionaires and trillionaire families that run the world, they don't give two dams who's on top. All they want is to make sure we are stupid and we're fighting each other. Just how they get the, you know, the black people and the white people to fight each other. Um, the ignorant ones. I'm sorry. I have to say that because you're ignorant, not stupid, but ignorant. Right. You're uneducated. Um, they're willfully. That's, that's what frustrates me about it. It's willful ignorance. Do you know China has a Rambo? Like, Rambo. This is how crazy it is. They do the same thing in every country. China has a Rambo. I don't know his name. Somebody can look it up. But China literally has a guy who does Rambo movies. And, and America's the bad guy. America's always trying to bring in bioweapons and shoot nuclear weapons and kill them. And Americans are the bad guy. And all the Chinese people are the good guys. And it's a Chinese Rambo that's saving everybody. Like, this really? is how stupid we are. <laughs> I didn't know that. Who was it? I think James Corbett. If anybody knows James Corbett, which is, oh, the man is off the hook. I really but, like uh, James Corbett. He did an episode once and he was talking about the Chinese Rambo. <laughs> and that's the funniest thing. We're like, we're this stupid. We do the same stupid stuff to us, country to country, race to race, religion to religion. And it just keeps everybody fighting each other. It is freaking hilarious how, how ignorant, ignorant we all are. You know, I don't want anybody to catch emotions. I'm not, if you're still in the black, white fight, you know, the good thing about ignorance, Sean, is it's, it's curable. Right. And you don't need to go to billionaires labs to get the cure. The cure is for free. It's called yeah. educating yourself. Right? You just Looking have to it. want it and be willing to accept it. Yes. You got it right be. there. That's what's frustrating. It's yeah. it's right there. Well, it, it is. And, and I but like I said, I accept it, Sean. Like I, it, it, once again, seven billion cousins all over this planet and it includes the ignorant ones. Right. So for me, um, I'm going to enjoy life no matter what happens. Right. You know, and I love everybody. I'm going to go along with everybody, but it is going to get dark. You know, the question is, how dark is it going to get? It's going to get darker than me. You know, I ain't this color either, Sean. I'm blacking it out in the sun like catfish. I got like three lights around me. I'm trying, <laughs> well, I'm trying to shine some light. I'm, I'm mocha. I'm not this African black y'all, or Indian black. You know, Indians are the blackest people on the planet. People don't even know that. We should call Indians black and call black people in America brown. Like we should mix it up. I don't know. Call them mocha or walnut or something. <laughs> right. I just wish people wouldn't focus on all that so much. It's fine to be proud of yourself for your heritage, but to, to let it define you, I think it's a little weird. Well, Especially they have to the to. point where you ostracize others. Right. They have to. It works. Right. Like, I mean, think, think about it like this. The most intelligent people in the world, right, are to me. They're what you would call the rednecks, the farmers, the moonshine runners, right? These guys who 
literally know how to you know use welding torches and build houses raise chickens grow food fix tractors these are the some of the smartest people on the planet and the other smartest people on the planet people that the liberals who go to the universities and get in phds and elemental p's and po pop pop p's like all of these you know very smart people but how do you take intelligent very critical thinking people and make them ignorant you have to use emotion you have to find something that tweaks them, you know, from a historical anger perspective, right? And nothing works like racism and the Dixie flag and the South. And, you know, the fact that from one side and the other side that, oh, well, you're rich and you're privileged, right? You know, you're, you, you've you got that white privilege stuff. And nothing angers people more than when they know what they've been through and you put a plate of bull shizzle in front of them, right? Like a good example, yesterday, and I'm down here with, uh, actually Susan O'Neill is here. She's uh, another friend on Facebook. She's down here helping me organize the solar shed and my food stores and all that great stuff. She did a great, she helped me out a, a whole lot. So I just wanna give her a shout out real quick. A lot of people here um, help out in different ways on Patreon and everything. And they watch the Desert Project um, Greening as I go. Um, but anyway, I took her to meet my neighbor yesterday. The brother has a wolf. <laughs> Really? A, well, you were being a, serious. I'm a, well, I'm a, all right. Let me clarify. I personally don't think it's a wolf. I think it's a koi wolf, right? So you have coyotes and you have wolves. And when they breed, it creates a koi wolf. Anybody interested, there's a great documentary called Koi Wolf. It'll explain that. They're all over North America, but most people don't know anything about them because they're smarter than wolves and coyotes. And they hide in suburban areas, in little alleyways. They're in New York. They're everywhere. And people don't know anything about them because they actually look like German shepherds to a degree. Um, but we went to go see the koi wolf and, and this brother's from Poland. Right. And, and there, I, 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 I feel like things happen to me and I'm supposed to say it. So, Sean, I, I, I apologize if I'm being talkative, but I'm also on margarita coffee and juice and water. And so that's kind of got me zooming right now. And my toenail is hanging the freak off and I'm looking at a bloody tissue. So I'm in a, I'm in a way right now. <laughs> Everything's but, been great, and I'm even taking notes, so we'll come back to the things I want to ask you. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. I've got, nobody's ever done that. Hot damn it, I feel important. Hot damn it, right. Sean, you're taking notes about me? What the hell did I do? Um, so, Pro over here. So we went to go sit and visit with him, and, and the reason why is because like I feel like I'm in certain places for certain reason. I'm supposed to talk to people. I'm an old Boy Scout, Sean, right? So every Saturday, we used to go to the nursing homes and sit and play card games with the old people and you know, let them fart and do all the stuff that they do, throw the dentures at each other. <laughs> but, you know, we would talk to them because half the time people in the end of their life, they want to share their wisdom. They want to share their stories. They want to pass it on. But somehow we've been so, made so ignorant. We don't listen to our libraries, which are old people before they die. And so we went to go sit and talk to him and make him dinner and listen to him. Susan cooked him dinner. And uh, and we just kind of hung out. And he's you know, he's an older brother in his 80s, lives in a trailer, has no power. You know, he goes to get his water. He's kind of struggling um, and by neighbor, like he's like three miles from me, something like that. I don't really have any neighbors. All my neighbors are trying to eat me. Right. And not in a good way. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my joke. I, people are not going to like that one. But, you know, you know, they, they're just watching from the hills like, is that Negro? Is he tired yet? Did he fall off the ladder? You know, did he break a leg? Did he did he hurt himself yet? Do you think we got a chance with him? You know, and they even your house pet. Your cat that you love and your dog, if you were to die, they'd eventually eat you. Hell yeah, they'd eat you. Hell yeah. But yeah. the but the, but the mountain lion. A different set of rules. A mountain yeah. lion will take you while you're alive. 
he don't have to wait that long. All, no. all that brother needs is just miss a leg. Let him just break a foot or something. That's all I need. I can get to him. I just as long as he can't get to that gun, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat that man. He's gonna be delicious. And by the way, if I get eaten by anything, it's okie dokie, right? Because they're doing what they're supposed to do. That's their job. Um, you know, just to say that you got to put your treadwell thing out there ahead of time. <laughs> Don't come out there shooting no mountain lions or doing nothing. They are doing their job. They ate the Negro. That's what they're supposed to do. Um, <laughs> you know, it's how it's how wildlife works. But anyway, so we went to go see the uh, the the koi wolf that he calls a wolf, but I think it's a koi wolf. And of course, the wolf didn't show up because they're not stupid, right? You know, you've got three people sitting out there eating spaghetti. Come on, the wolf ain't going. <laughs> it it only shows up right. for him because he's eighty years old. And oh, it just comes up wild. Oh yeah, it just comes up. But it, it was emaciated at one point in time. And just being a nice guy, he started putting things out because I'm not really for feed the wildlife, you know, because that that it creates dangerous environments. But um, mm -hmm. he got trapped into it. The wolf just kept coming and coming. And I think he called the wildlife people. I told him to. I'm not sure if he did. But anyway. So I finally got a chance to sit down, and spend some time with him. And this is where we get to the whole white privilege thing. And this is why I don't play white privilege. I don't play white supremacy. You ever bring that to my door, I'm going to take it, roll it up in a bowl of something and shove it up your anus because it's ignorant. Everybody has a unique experience, period. There's no black experience. There's no white experience. There's no Chinese experiment. When you eat experience, when you even say that out of your mouth, you're showing how ignorant you are. Everybody has a unique individual experience. And this man started off, Sean, oh, my God. I didn't know whether to cry. I felt so guilty, right? So his mother um, died in World War II when he was a baby. His father got captured and he was captured. His father escaped. Luckily, he knew some fishermen, got on a boat, got to, I think, Argentina while he was still trapped there. Years later, I guess he got out. The Germans let him out. They lost or whatever. And uh, his father sent for him, but his father remarried, went to Venezuela. Things didn't work out with his wife or whatever. So his father bought him, he and his twin brother, some tickets to i think it was bolivia they got to bolivia um the, you know the father left a note on the hotel the father was supposed to come with him but the father didn't come with him said he said you know basically here's 25 bucks now show me your man right and so basically abandoned his kids who were polish who spoke no spanish or whatever the language language in bolivia what's somebody speaking bolivia boliviitis i don't know what they speak anyway <laughs> just left them bolivian just left them there in a foreign right. land just with a small amount a of money foreign land and so they're polish kids in bolivia and they were treated like trash like i can go through all the stories where you know where they were basically almost died you know was they were in a car crash right because they were in the back of the truck because this was back in i want to say what like 50s or whatever it was 60s and there was a lot of conflict down there, a lot of fighting right and so they were trying to escape this country that they were in and uh, they were in the back of a truck with a bunch of Bolivians and they, the truck crashed, flipped over a bunch of times. Everybody was knocked unconscious. And all they know is they woke up. These two young kids, two Polish kids woke up on the side of the road because all the Bolivians took the Bolivians out the truck and took them to town to the hospital and took these white kids and just threw them away, put them on the side of the road and just left. Right. And uh, and he, um, so they almost died many times. He and his brother just, you know, life threw them away. Their mother died. Their father threw them away. Like they, they went through so much crap, you know, and in the end of his life, you know, he's he's and there's a lot of other stories. I skipped a lot of stuff. But the point right. is, I think I'm put in places where people tell me things. And 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 I can tell you this. If my mother died in the war, 
My father threw me away like I was trash for his wife. Uh, I've been, you know, beaten up, kicked on corners, you know, sweeping up trash just to put a few pennies together, live homeless most of my damn life. And I came to America and you threw white privilege in my face. I would beat the hell out of you. I'm going to tell you right now, I love y'all to death and I'm a hippie, but real is real. When people have gone through real struggles and you take that struggle and you roll it up in a bowl of liberal ignorant isms and you throw it in their face, they're supposed to slap the snot out of you. All right. I'm going to calm down a little bit, Sean. I, I get angry when I think about this because I've seen it from the black perspective. Right. I've seen it from the Hispanic poor perspective. I've seen it from the poor white perspective. And the fact that people still are played against each other after the age of five and they can read and effing write. And they're still letting politicians and billionaires play them against each other. You are one of the dumbest people on the planet. I love you to death, but please grow the hell up and stop taking people's experience that you don't know and trying to roll it up in a ball of skin color and making a judgment over them. You know, I think the greatest thing about today, Sean, is that the ignorant people are so obvious and so numerous. Everything has to change. Right. Because it's obvious. What we need to do now, though, is is make stupid hurt. Start making it uncomfortable. I think we've given them too much safe space and too much comfort and freedom yeah. to spread ignorance. And we need to start making it uncomfortable and pointing things out instead of being polite. Amen. Hey, I'm, with, I'm right behind far. you, Sean. I'm right behind you with some snot rockets or something, man. I'm you know, it's about time. <laughs> but what we do, because it, because the thing is. If you've got two starving kids in front of you and one is white and one is black and one is Hispanic and one is Asian and you already know which one you want to help first, you're an a-hole, mm -hmm. right? You know, and that's what these groups are about, right? They say, oh, well, we're going to protect our own. Yeah, you're, you're, you're here in the political scheme, so obviously you can't protect yourself, right? People who can take care of themselves, independent people, they don't do politics. They take care of their damn self. They don't go crying to lords and kings and billionaires to help them. They do it the damn self, right? You know, and, and it's time to really start calling racism racism. Let's stop pretending. It's not one way. There's a whole lot of racist people out there, and the vast majority of them are not who you think they are. Mm -mm. No, that's right. No. See, Tracy Conley, she's a, she, and this is what a woman is. See, this is the beautiful thing about women, and especially mothers too is a lot of, once you have a baby, like you make a human life, there's something about that that makes you value life more than a common ignorant per, you know, the rest of the world, right? You spent all that time making a baby. My God, right? You feed them all. How can you be okay letting one baby starve over another because that baby has your hurt? That is, that is the epitome worse than what formed the KKK, right? There's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with your brain if you know who you want to help more than someone else. I agree with you. Now, I have a lot of questions. I'm sorry. I have to no, make it good. light, man. I, no, I have, to make, I have to lighten things up. It's just I had that conversation with him, <clears throat> Susan and I, and it was just, man, it hurts. It hurts. I don't know what to do for the guy. I think I'm going to do a GoFundMe um because i can install his you know he doesn't have any power right so you know i pull up he's sitting in his truck charge his phone you know so he can kind of stay in contact with the world um you know if anybody out there got got a fat wallet and you're like feeling like you want to help somebody out this is the man to help 
Um, when Susan went in his trailer, I hate to say this, but I don't think he'll ever see it, hopefully. <laughs> right. But, you know, he, he wrote on his calendar, help me, Jesus. You know, Jesus helped me, right? Like the man, is he's in a lot of pain and he's going through a lot of stuff. And there's not tons I can do for him, right? I invite him over, you know, meet him. I do anything I can. But I want to install solar power for him, right? So if I can put together a couple hundred dollars or so, um, I'll go do the installation. I just want to set him up. One day I just want to, you know, appear. In fact, it would be fun to do that in a surprising way where, like, we just show up and just install it. And, mm -hmm. you know, he doesn't even know that we're there to give him power. Like he built his own house, Sean. He's 80 years old. He literally, you know, because of all the hard work that he's done in his life, learning how to survive with his white privilege, thrown away like trash in Latin America. Um, he knows how to work with his hands. So he built his own house, but it, there's no how there's no power in it. Right. So he's still living in the trailer. So I want to do some things for him. And uh, if I can use the online community to do it, I will. So anyway, I'm sorry, people. I don't usually get this serious. It's just when you when you listen to real stories and you see real people in pain and you think about the ignorant people who have or have microphones who could really be doing real work, helping real people. But they just keep that bullshit coming out their mouth. It makes you a little angry. So I'm going to lighten it up. All right. I'm done with that. What are your questions, man? I Shoot, this is great. This is like an interview. People don't like usually interview me. I just run my mouth. <laughs> well, that last point, you've made so many good points. But the last point you were making, we don't value their, the stories and the information that they have, that these people. And, and then this man in particular you were just talking about is a very interesting story. And all the details of it, especially the fact of his skin color being irrelevant. I wish more people understood that. But I think... I, it goes back to what I was saying about making stupid hurt. We just let them be free to be dumb. We have to rein them in and take control of them. You need to tell me the ways and I'll but do teach, it. Just let we, me know. I, I just think, like you were saying, though, like you said all the way back then when I went on your show to try to convince you to vote and why it was important. <laughs> and please stop preaching this because you're, you're keeping us from progress. We have to go out in the, our communities, just our regular lives. You don't have to really do anything extra, I don't think. No. Just those opportunities will come along. They are always been there. You just haven't been looking for them. You've been looking away. Stop looking away. Let me tell you, I can tell you something. Shit. I keep breaking you up and I keep ruining your note section, but I got to tell you one of the reasons that I do love you and why I interviewed you. Because you believe the words that were coming out your mouth. I respect to no ends if you really believe the words that are coming out your mouth. You really believed in Bernie. You really believed in voting. You really believed in this is what we need to do to help people. Guys, stop playing. We got to do this. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that you are an earnest person and you truly believe the words that come out of your mouth. I can get down with people who disagree with me all day long if they really believe the words. But when you present people with evidence that they're preaching bullshizzle, and they refuse to look at it. They refuse to click the link. They refuse to watch videos. They refuse to look up what a visa nation is, right? They refuse. These people don't give a damn and they don't care. And they don't really believe the words that are coming out of their mouth. They're just doing things because it's virtue signaling because other people are doing it. That's why I interviewed you, Sean Yankee, because you truly, you are a real man. You believe what was coming out your mouth, right? And I'm sorry, you know, you, you went back there. So I just had to put that out there. The, the people I get down with aren't people who, who, who think what I think, right? 
or believe what I believe. It's people who believe the words that are coming out of their own damn mouths. Real people. I only have time for real people. I, I agree with that. That's all I really pay attention to anymore myself. And what attracted me to you as well. I didn't always agree with you. Sometimes I'd watch your feed. Like when, I, when I asked you to come on, I would watch your feeds at that time and be angry. and be like, you're stopping everything. <laughs> I'd still watch, though, because you were out there. Take same reasons. And, you know, I like that. That's what I enjoy. And well, I try to be that so. way. Yeah, I appreciate crazy. that it's, it's noticed. <laughs> well, you know, saying it's boring, for one. But well, so I, I'm going to add to that before you even get your notes. I'm going to cut you off at eighth time. The reason why mainly is because when I come on your show or when I talk to you, I know that everything that includes Sean Yankee in terms of integrity believes in whatever we talk about. Right. I know that you're not going to do a conspiracy show unless you believe some parts of it, if not the whole thing. So the only people when it comes to conspiracy that I even really listen to mostly is you, because I know that you I know that what makes up you and all your re I know that if you run into a piece of research that says, oh, this is bullshit, right? Aliens don't exist. I know that you're going to say aliens don't exist. I can trust that. We need to be around people we can trust. All right. I'm really going to stop now. <laughs> all right. I'm going to use that opportunity to jump right back to aliens earlier. I didn't cut you off. What is your thoughts on aliens and UFOs? I was watching a very interesting documentary today. I mentioned it before I brought you on. Someone else recommended it to me, and I had some time to kill. It was this little old lady. She's about 80-something years old. She's been filming UFOs in the sky since 1974. She has 30,000 feet of footage. In this documentary, they were analyzing her footage and going into all these details, and it was very interesting. But I, I wanted to hear your thoughts based on what you said at the very beginning about aliens. What do you think about these beings and entities that people see in the sky and such? There's nothing more important to talk about. There's nothing more important in the world, right? For two, uh, for two reasons. One, they're not here. I mean, not in a popular sense, not in a popular way. They don't want to have anything to do with us. Not, and I think it was Stephen Hawkins who said that to a degree. Like, what we need to really be worried about is not if aliens exist, is that we are so insignificant to them that they don't give two dams, that they're willing to let us die or come within the brink of extinction they're not interested in knowing us. If you move in and your neighbors don't want to come meet you and they see you, they don't just, you know, they don't even look at you. They just walk in their house. They don't have anything to do with you. You are in a very dangerous position, right? That's number one. They don't have anything to do with us. So what the hell is wrong with us? Number one, why do we stink? Two is free energy, right? There's nothing more important on this planet right now than the fact that our government has TR3, was it TR3Bs, the patent, Google patented electromagnetic device, which is a free energy propulsion device that was classified, right? That they finally put the patent out on Google Earth. They've had the ability to end all human conflict. That's what free energy is. There's no more important conversation because number one, why aren't aliens here? Because we're stupid. We kill and murder our own cousins. Two, which is free energy. Why do we do it? Conflict artificial scarcity they keep us slaves to gravity to ensure we stay in conflict with each other because it keeps the few at the top in power right it keeps us scared of each other it's time for the human race to be to evolve and we will never evolve until we realize that there's no reason for us to be in conflict we're kept in conflict on our own ignorance of, of corporations that look like governments 
keeping energy from the people to keep them in conflict with you. There's not one damn kid on this planet, Sean Yankee, that should be in a trailer park. There's not one damn kid on this in this world that should live, live in anything that looks like a ghetto or a hood, right? Or a barrio, right? We do this to children because the leaders that everybody's clapping for and got bumper stickers on their car are all psychopathic. The fact that they aren't talking about the craft I mean, aliens is a great topic. Don't get me wrong. I love aliens, and that's more, you know, number one. We're in an ecosystem. They're every damn way, everywhere. Get over it, right? You know, there's life everywhere. Get over your own narcissistic little human closed mind. You're not the greatest thing in the universe. You're not the only intelligent thing in the universe. You're probably not even intelligent, right? That's number one. Two is free energy. We need to look, hashtag save the children, right? We need to look out for the next generation to ensure that they aren't living in the same ignorant, divided up groups that we are. They need to be free. So what do I think about aliens and UFOs is the most important topic. There ain't nothing else more important. I mean, was it was it two months ago? Did you show, do a show about two months ago when the uh, when they finally re released the information from the United States? Like all the world's governments have already released all their UFO files or the ones they want to share. And now right. the United States Incorporated finally released a few of the files, right? Um, mm. You know, and they only shared the things that you know. I don't. I didn't. I didn't read it, and I haven't watched anything on it because I already knew that they're only going to tell you what they want to tell you to keep you in conflict. So they're going to tell you it's aliens. They're not going to tell you about their own craft, right? That they've been recovering these craft, like Bob Lazar said, and they've been reverse engineering since the '40s, and and Bittner which you got to put a B on the front of his name because you can't even say his name on social media anymore. He was doing it before them. And that's where they got a lot of this stuff from. Right. None of that's conspiracy. There's, there's nothing more important than ending human conflict, because when these children aren't being raised on spam and starvation and and and, and pesticide food and, and cafeterias, when children are happy and free and they're not taught to be in conflict with each other, but to work together. That's when the human race is going to make massive jumps in technology, medicine, uh, freedom, spirituality. That's when we will move to the next level when we get out of conflict with each other, when we stop raising children to be in conflict with one another. But we have the resources to say there's no reason for you guys to be in conflict. Everybody gets a 3D printed car. Everybody gets a 3D printed house. Everybody gets automated growth food. You can have everything you want. If you want to be a musician, go be a musician. I always thought Sean Yankee should have been a musician, damn it. Every time I look at you, Sean, I see a saxophone in your mouth, man. You should have been probably <laughs> you got that real jazzy look, you know. You should have been a musician. Like you're like one of those cool daddies, laid back, cool cat, you know, in the jazz club or something. You know, they're kids who just want to paint, do crayons and music, right? You know, they're people, women who just love to knit. I mean, haven't women had a hard enough time on this damn planet? Like, I mean, come on. At one point in time, are we like going to act like men and stand up and finally say enough is enough, you know? And 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 this is and this is why if there's any people that still do the race thing and they, you know, I'm black and he's black, blah blah blah, you know. Um, they were talking about reparations a while ago, and 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 my position on reparations always been okay. I'm not interested. I mean, I'm interested if we're going to divide all the land up for all the people. I'm not interested in in some sort of a racist division of land um that's the only going, way they'd be interested in doing right, it right so yeah. so so but if we're going to do that then we should start with the most abused group on this planet 
And I'm sure everybody thinks they're the most abused group, but the most abused group on this planet is women, right? Since the beginning of time, every race, every religion, every nation, every group, every tribe, they all treated their women like they were property. They were all abused. They were all raped, right? In mass. That only stopped a few years ago in, in mass, but it still happens all the damn time. So we're going to do reparations. You know, we actually all have to step back and let women go to the plate first. But, oh, we don't agree do with that. that. Right? No, 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 we don't do that. No, because it's about us, right? It's that narcissism. It's about our group, you know? So um, it's the most important topic on the planet, Sean. Nothing more. So you think full disclosure, mm -hmm. like full honesty about uh, UFOs and all of this would would help people come to that point of ending conflict? If you tell people they can have anything they want equal across the board, who would fight who? Right. If everybody had everything that they wanted, the yacht, the cars, the freedom, they could just live their life. They don't have to be slaves in forced labor camps called you know careers, uh, 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 business parks where they could just go live their life, nobody would do a crime. Nobody would hurt each other. You know why? Because they wouldn't want to lose it, right? The same reason that billionaires keep this world the way they are is because they don't want to lose what they have. When you give people abundance, people act right. When you give people scarcity, they stay in conflict with each other. Well, it's definitely by design, this system, and, and for those reasons that you listed off, to keep us weak and divided and and all of that what what would what would make them ever tell us the truth like babels was commenting earlier that the aliens she feels what was it she says she believes aliens are here to deceive the people i think they're that they're used in that way for Absolutely. sure and and that the people in control would never give you the real information about these these things uh whether it be experimental aircraft being tested which a lot of it is stuff like that these six yeah. these these uh crafts or technologies that i think we would even understand being tested and tried out and used and then i feel though the aliens themselves and this is why i was going to ask your opinion on aliens themselves do you believe in them being like i don't know from an outer space planet far far away or or are you more of the idea they'd be interdimensional beings? I, I think that we always get in trouble when we try to put things in boxes we don't understand, right? So right. I believe that as above, so below, right? You heard a sentinel, you know, the Sentinel Island people, right? The Sentinelese, right? The, the one of the last uncontacted or barely contacted tribes that live on Sentinel Island. It's an interesting story, right? Anytime anybody goes to that island, they try to murder you. They want to stick a bunch of bows and arrows in you. Um, asking or, or saying that, you know, aliens are here to deceive. Uh, well, first of all, Babos is correct. But it's it's a partial correctness, right? It's like the Sentinelese saying, well, all everyone who comes here is here to deceive. No, not really. Some are. Some want to put you on a show. Some want to put you in the movies. Right. Some want to make money from you. Some would love to grab you and take you back and kidnap you and experiment on you. Some want your DNA. Right. So, you know, so I think what we do is what they do because there are no aliens. We are aliens. We're all a part of the same universal soup that that creates life. And it is multidimensional. Right. So they are multidimensional. 
They are from other planets. They are probably from things that, you know, we're only looking at dimensions and, and universes and galaxies. They're probably other realms of realities that these things are from, right? So ecosystems are everywhere. Life finds a way everywhere. And so I think for every type of human group there are, there are types of alien groups. Some are here to help. Some here don't, most don't have anything to do with this. Some are here to deceive. Some are here to tell you the truth. Some are here just for experimentation, to grab a few monkeys, put them on a ship, stick probes in the butts and, you know, throw them back or whatever, right? So I think it's all of that. You know, I, I think that when we try to put things we don't understand in a box, the only frame of reference we should be utilizing is us, right? Look at what we do. And if we do it, then they do it. You know, the apes in the jungle, we abduct them all the time. We take them up in our UFOs called helicopters. <laughs> Stick probes in the butts, put things in the eyes, whatever, tag them, put them back on Earth. And what do the aliens do to the humans? Same damn thing. It's just, Animal it's, testing is wild. We do yeah. some crazy shit to animals. And what are we to aliens? What would we be to a species that's a million years in front of us? Like, think about where we've come in just 50 years. Imagine a species that's a million years in front of us. We don't look any different to apes than them, Right. Our cars, like we're so impressed that our cars have air conditioning. They go 120 miles an hour and they got a radio to an alien that's a million years in advance. That's nothing but a stick. That's no different than a, a monkey taking a stick, putting it in a log to get some ants out. Right. It's a high tech thing, you know, a high tech stick. I don't think they think we're any different than the ants. I don't think that they feel that they're hurting us in any way. They're just doing science like the same way we do to the giraffe. That's one way of looking at it. I mean, you kind of answered the question. You did touch on the other planets, though. I always wonder about that, the outer space. When people mention the aliens, like I, I used to listen to William Cooper talk about UFOs and aliens all the time. And uh, that's where he would lose me is with that. And I didn't know why then, but it just something didn't sit right with it. And it well, always makes more sense to me to think, well, because what you were saying just now about us not understanding our own reality. Which I don't yeah, think we don't. We, we don't. We can't. We don't. we don't even have the ability to. Yeah, I'm, and they I'm in admit a hotel that. room. Yeah, I'm in the a hotel room. Science admits it. I'm in a hotel room. I don't understand this room. I <laughs> I think the carpet is ugly. Who the hell would put a green carpet with little speckled things on the ground? It looks like somebody just vomited all over the floor. I Not only that, but all the different things, like the the right. idea that most things are empty space, all this stuff. We don't understand anything. We don't understand anything. We are right. we are we are in that. total ignorance. But. Um, Everything is an ecosystem. Life is everywhere. So the if, if life is everywhere on this planet, and we know it is, it's in lava. They found life at the bottom of the ocean. They found life in the upper atmosphere. They found life on the shut on the shuttle glass. They found tardigrades. Right? Life is everywhere. Life always finds a way. So the idea that there is no life on the sun is ignorant. Right? Based in our frame of reference, life is everywhere. So are there energetic beings in the sun? Well, apparently life likes to find a way. Now, we could be ignorant and narcissistic and, and, and H2Oist, kind of like racist, and think that all life has to be based in water and carbon, carbonist. Or we can have open minds and look at our own ecosystem and say, well, life is everywhere and it always finds a way. It always finds just the right amount of elements to bring together to create something, to learn or whatever the purpose of you know this universal life thing is. But life is everywhere, the best that we know. You know, starting from a jump street of, well, there can't be any life on Titan because it has to look like us. The only life in the world has black skin. 
The only life in the world has white skin. You know, we've done that too before. Don't make me start about white slavery. That happened. <laughs> People don't That's like what I'm saying, though. I, I don't happened. know if this is where you were going, but most of this they're just making up. What? Uh, what? Uh, what? Their descriptions up. of Titan, for example, or other places that you referenced. Oh, oh, or that you, you don't could think we've been there? Huh? You don't think we've been there? You don't think where we know to the, what's there in, in Titan? I think they make a lot of that shit up. I get well, you know, and I know, and anybody who spent any amount of time looking at NASA information, they make a lot of that That's stuff. That's why I think it. Yeah. Yeah. They have but, a huge president and they just put out CGI pictures. Yeah. And yeah. And it's not just NASA. It's not, not don't get a snot bubble if you work for NASA. I mean, the pharmaceutical industry does it too. Right. Right. So, <laughs> all all industries make a lot of bullshit so up. Elon Musk. Well, NASA for one is, yeah. is completely deceptive. That's why they were even started. I I think if there is a space program and there may be, it has nothing to do with NASA. NASA I, is for okay. propaganda. I I think that NASA is a department of the United States Incorporated that is mm -hmm. there to slowly release information to the public in a way that the powerful families and corporations stay in power. So they keep us behind maybe a hundred years where the, they really are, the people with real power really are. And I think that is their purpose. I think most people in NASA are like most people in the pharmaceutical industry. They actually think that they're helping. <laughs> they actually think that they're, they're here to help and make cures and stuff, not you know create the drugs to treat side effects, to keep people very diseased, disease management for profit. You know, I think most people in NASA are good people, but the ones who are in key positions, they have the power, they have the ability to change the color of the monitors. They have the ability to change the data. We now have AI software where they can get in front of the scientists and create false positives uh, for scientific data and pretend like it's raw data coming back from a probe to feed to the scientists. So I agree with you. I mean, I don't think it's all lies. I think it's just just enough information to keep white people fighting with black people the to best lies have truth in them oh yeah have truth. Yeah. i mean how, how many times have we had found water on mars like isn't it about time we find it again like every five years they find it. <laughs> like, like for example there, it's a there's no, in my opinion there's no rover on mars okay do you See, I, do you think they put a rover on mars that's sending high definition video back i think that there are entire groups of people on mars I think, think they've that, already colonized I think, it. I think we've already colonized. I mean, think about America. Right? So once again, like, you know, when I was, you know, we we're doing this thing with Babos, right? Like, think about it from our perspective, right? When, 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 you know, who discovered America? In, in 1492, Columbus sailed, he sees the ocean blue or something like that. Remember those oh, lies shit. they used to tell yeah. us? <laughs> Right. And we find out, oh, wait a minute. My God, they discovered America. Like the first ship were the Chinese treasure junks, right? Before that, I mean, even the Africans made it to North America, right? The 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 the, the Greeks, the um, uh uh uh, who is it? The uh, the Vikings, they made it to North America. There are Mayan pictures of a war between the Vikings, which were known because they fought naked, which is that is just the most thug life thing ever, just to be a Viking. <laughs>
oh, yeah. you know, you, you go to war with just just tally knockers flying everywhere and swords and knives and stuff. Hell no, I can never be biking. You got to be a know. badass to fight naked. You, you, oh my god, right? You know, it's like mm -hmm. come on, I at man, least want to get dressed right? before you kick my ass. Go, right, going to the war with least. a kilt, man. Come on, you know yeah. that this is jelly like stuff under here. You know, it's stuff that you know make me not want to live life. I'm not. You know, people got swords and stuff. No, you, we need some protection. Anyway, but the point is, is that. Uh, uh, so they lied to the Europeans, right? Oh, well, we didn't discover nothing. We went to America over to sail the ocean. We didn't find nothing. Why? Because the king never tells you when they discovered the new land. Why? Because they want to rape the new land. They need the minerals, the oil, the, 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 the slaves, whatever they need, the resources. So the I, no colonization in history has ever happened. And the colonizers came, hey, guys, guess what we found? We went over to Africa, man. They got gold and oil and minerals and lithium, all this crap. And they run around in birthday suits with spears and stuff. It's crazy, man. We got guns. We're going to go take them. No, the kings come back and they start conspiring with the lords. Well, what do we do? How can we profit from this? Well, everybody can't know that they're old there because otherwise everybody's going to go. You know, everybody can't know that people are running around with spears and birthday suits and we got guns and cannons. Right. We're going to go exploit them and we'll even we'll slowly release it to the people in Europe or Britain or Dutch or wherever you were that there's something over here. But we only tell them when we need to put them on a boat with a gun to go kill people and steal some gold. Right. The kings and lords historically have never told us what's in the new land until they need us to go kill somebody and steal something from them, right? So the idea that the United States Incorporated, France Incorporated, Britain Incorporated, anybody going to space actually is going there and coming back and telling the people what they're finding, that is the, the dumbest thing that could come out of anybody's mouth over the age of two. Historically, it's never happened. So obviously it's not happening now. NASA is not telling us the truth. They never do. I. I but I think that's the reason, and it ties into what you were saying earlier too, um, to keep us weak and 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 not never knowing the truth of anything. I think though, what the the big thing they're doing there is is trying to eliminate God and 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 destroy belief and faith and make you feel insignificant and convince you you're just a speck on a rock spinning through space. In an infinite universe, constantly expanding, and nothing means yeah. anything, and nothing matters. And then they push consumerism on you, and value of things, and no real information. And and now we're in this matrix where a literal fake reality, like the other day, Riley was saying, outside her window looks much different than what's on TV. It's because everything coming out of that box is fake. Yeah, well, but all of it, but and it's a massive lie. And and. I think you're right that it would unlock all kinds of potential in humanity. And if we came together and we knew the truth of these things, that's why they keep them from us. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, and organizations just, like NASA are made just to keep that information from you. Just to keep us monkeys from a primordial suit that just only a few years stop swinging from trees and sniff each other's butts to find out where the delicious bananas are and what they ate for lunch. Right. If they convince you that's all you are, then hell yeah, that's how they make you a Cardassian. How do they make you a consumer Cardassian is they convince you that you're 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 you literally came from a pile of, of bacteria doo doo. Right. Nothing you just kind of evolved and none of it matters. So I would say, you know, just kind of changing the God thing, because I don't it doesn't really matter what people call it. God, Allah, you know, Jehovah, universe, soul. It's all the same thing. Plank energy. 
there is a greater power that controls and runs every damn thing, whatever you want to call it. And if people believe they have a mission, right? Like the people in your room, right? Nora, Marvina, Chris, Edward, Tracy, you explain to them, the government said, you know what, guess what, guys? Um, we finally figured out that the Egyptians made the pyramids by their minds. They literally just sat there and meditated like the monks do. The monks did. It was filmed in, where was it? Tibet or wherever they were. The British went over there, filmed the monks with, mm, and the rock started levitating and they filmed all that, but they got back on that film, got deleted. It's like back in the 40s or 50s, something crazy like that. It's like, oh yeah, well, the Egyptians, they got together with their minds, they levitated rocks and they built the pyramid. What do you think those people right there would do? I promise you, if Marvina, and I don't know Marvina, uh, 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 from paint on the wall. But I guarantee you, if Marvina heard that the ancient Egyptians could sit there and meditate, and make things float, I bet you there'd be a lot of people in Marvina's life that's going to get something coming. <laughs> She's going to sit back and meditate and figure out how to tap into that power. Everybody wants to fly. Don't tell me I'm the only person that put a cape on and jumped off my, my, my father's roof. <laughs> Thank God there was some bushes under there. You know, everybody wants to have that power. Everybody, especially now with mutants and the way that that's all over television. You think that's an accident? No, I think they I think they are slowly getting people used to the idea that you are not just a monkey. Are you driving a monkey? It is my opinion. You are in an automobile and it's called a human. It's been its DNA has been modified many times over the past. It probably did come out of our primordial soup, but you are literally a signal. That's why I, I agree with Bruce Lipton. Right. You are literally driving a human being. You don't ever die. And that's another concept. You know, what What? what if the government actually told Lee Houston, Lee, you ain't never going to die. I would guarantee you Lee would leave this channel right now. Lee would not even be here. <laughs> that's my brother from Pennsylvania. He wouldn't even be here. Hell no, I think Lee, Lee, Lee knows he's <laughs> never going to die. Lee, well, I, well, I know he knows. But this is an example. Right. Right. The person, Lee, they'd go live life. Right. If I can't die, damn it, I got some some things to do. I got some bucket list to go down. If I actually if when I die, I go back to the game lobby, my Wi-Fi signal and it comes back to a new human that uh, that is attuned to a certain frequency. Um, um, and I drive that re and they call it reincarnation. Right. Most of these people would just go do what they want to do and government can't have you do that my god you don't even have a government corporations can't have you do that they need slaves they need workers they need people who are happy to to pick cotton their entire life because it's called accounting not slavery they need you to give up your life to give up your power and go work for them and so there's no way they're going to let people know how powerful they actually are and that's what it's all for this huge Control. lie. We were talking Control. about it last week on Conspiracy Theory Night. How, you know, I feel that this entire thing all works together as the great deception that's been spoken about in so many different prophecies, including yeah. the Bible. That there will be this great deception where all of humanity will be fooled. And it's right now. Hell yeah. And where we slip and fall on our face in what people call the truth community, I don't like that. I think that's bullshit. None of us actually know the truth is that we think that we know and we don't know. We we can't even fathom the amount of technology that they actually had. We can't even fathom what was lost in the Library of Alexandria, what our all of our ancestors knew and what they were up to. 
we can't even begin to process what we don't know. But unfortunately, too many people in our community, they get on these high horses and they start acting like they know. And just to clarify, if anyone thinks that I'm talking from a perspective like I know, I what you're hearing is I realize that everything that I learned in my life was bullshit. That's what you're hearing. But do I actually know? No, I have no idea. I can't even fathom. I agree with that. The certainty on any topic is, is weird. It's a weird way to be. I'm not that certain of anything. Even the things I know the most about, like I've, I've probably looked and researched the most about 9-11. And I'm, I'd still put myself at like 99%. I know, I, I still don't know some things about it. There's still information I don't know, of course, because everything's kept from me. I what found I what think, I've been able to find, and I can't judge it fully on that. I think if you actually got close to what happened on 9-11, Sean Yankee, I think Jivin Bowden would show up to your door and he would machinate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'd have that injection and he'd stick something in you. And I don't know, something would That's what happens. You, you know, that's what they did well, to Bill Cooper. William Cooper right. announced when on you, the hour of the time before 9-11 that they were getting ready to pull something off and blame it on Osama bin Laden. And soon after that, not, not long after that, there was no more William Cooper. Think about it from a gang perspective or a cartel perspective. If you get close to getting in the way of their hustle, they're just going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Right there. None of us are close enough to do any real damage. We're all kind of probably got parts and pieces. I love Lolly. Oh, my God. I, I, that from, that's from the show. Uh, what was that show? Uh, Orange is the New Black. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's that's my girl. What's her name? <laughs> I think her name was Lolly on the show. I don't know. It might be. Lolly? It might be. I forgot. Uh, yeah, it was Lolly. Oh, Babe man, has I watched that it. show. I watched like the first two seasons, but then I lost interest. No, Sean, you got to watch the rest. Oh, yeah. Orange is the New Black. That's a great you show. You know what? Killed it for me. And it's the same thing that killed Oz. Oz was a great show. And it was also a prison show on HBO. It was a great you ever show. saw that one. Yeah, yes, very good. Yes. Too much nudity and sex. Both shows. I didn't finish. I, I finished Orange is the New Black. Turn me off. Yeah, I finished Orange because that's women's sex. And that's not the same thing. That's We know that's It turned me off on Oz, too, though. Yeah. You know, anytime well, they would do it. Unnecessary nudity. <laughs> Sometimes on Oz, they'd just stand there with their wiener out. I'm like, why is that? What's that for? Yeah, well, so, I'm, but I'm with you on that. I did not finish Oz. And I didn't finish Oz because it was too much just, just man rape. Like, there's only mm-hmm. some man rape a man can take before it's like, all right. I got it. By season two, I realized that if I go to prison, I'm going to be named Luli. I know that. <laughs> right. But, you know, can we move on with the show? And it kept, came, kept kept going back to that same point. And it was just like, all right, I can't finish. This is crazy. But Orange mm-hmm. is the New Black, there was there was a little more content there. There was a little more storyline. Um, I still caught I, bits and pieces. The Russian yeah. lady was very interesting to me when I would catch bits of her story. Oh, yes. It ran the kitchen. Yes. With yeah. the red. Red, cool. red, oh, I red. Liked her. oh, she was sexy as everything, too. You know, about 90 years old, the woman still got it going. But, um, there's another one, there's a show out of the UK, there's another one. I like prison shows, I don't know why. I think Babel's watches that one, too. Yeah, there was yeah. another one where a guy would go into prison for 60 days or something. They were like, like they weren't narcs, but they were people who just wanted to be on the show, locked up for 60 days. That was actually a good one, too. Um, but I'm gonna ask you if you've seen this, seeing how we're on television shows, because when I talk to you, it goes everywhere. Mm-hmm. One of my one they always canceled the good shows. If it's a good show, they're gonna cancel it. And it was called Wayward Pines. If, have you ever seen Wayward Pines? I know I've heard the title, but no, I never watched y'all, it. Y'all need to sit down and watch it. Wayward Pines is off the charts. It is probably one of the best 
from a writing perspective, it was amazing. And they ended it way too soon. I mean, and this is, it was, yeah, I, I can't, you know, I don't want to ruin it for you. I'm just going to say that it was, it, it, it hasn't been done before, right? There, there are a lot of storylines that, that they just, they keep recycling, repeating, repeating, repeating. There's something kind of close to it, but I don't want to say it because that'll actually ruin it for you. But it was a very unique approach. If anybody wants to binge watch something, definitely check out Wayward Pines. It was amazing. A lot of good shows get cut too early. You're right. It happens mm -hmm. a lot. I think it's because they push the brainless shit to the top. Yeah. You know, usually the things that make you think, they don't like that. Even no. making you think about something that might not even be important. They're like, shit, don't teach them how to think. Well, I, I think you got something there. It, it reminded me of one of my favorite war shows. It was a show called Over There. I don't know if anybody's seen Over There. It came out during the Iraq War, and it hit way too close to home. And so they canceled the show, I think, after the second season. But it was uh, it was amazing. The Americans weren't the good guys. The Americans weren't the bad guys. The Iraqis weren't the bad guys. The Iraqis weren't the good guys. And it hit too close to home, so they canceled the show. I think if they if if you are too good at making people question the narrative and think, your mm -hmm. show gets canceled. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's like Narcos, another good show. Uh, the young brother I met down here. Uh, I'm, I'm Narcos is probably the next. I watched the first Narcos, which was. Um, uh escobar oh no it wasn't escobar who who was who was the guy from narcos worked with the cia helped destroy I'm mexico going blank. it's like i can see his face and everything i i pablo pop is it pablo? yes escobar right yeah pablo escobar that? is that right escobar i don't know i didn't I see the show escobar. from Narcos, it was uh somebody who posted these people they watched stuff oh, yeah. um but the point was was that he was like, oh, well, you watched the first season. You need to go ahead and watch the rest of it. I'm like, what do you mean the rest of it? They got into, you know, what happened to the cartels after. Uh, yeah, it was Escobar. Marianne said it was Escobar. Okay. What happened after Escobar? And, you know, and I'm down by the border, right? And so it, it's, it's it's you know, he said, yeah, Cocaine Cowboys. Chris George is on it. And so what, what uh, he said, he said, no, this is what's really happening in Mexico. Like, this is what's really happening with the cartels. Like he said, there was no show closer to reality than that show. So I want to go watch it. You know, but people ask, like when I moved down here, it's like, why in the hell would you move down by the border? Like, you know, that's in cartel town, which is a funny story. I actually literally drove right through a conflict cartel area. <laughs> that, really? That border patrol doesn't even go there. It was funny. I took um, <laughs> a few Facebook friends with me. I had no idea what I was. I was looking for land at the first. I was like, oh man, they're selling 10 acres for it was something like $10,000 or something. Like, man, I got to go check this place out. It was right by the border. It was all cartel country. But we were driving down there, started getting like a feeling uh, like, oh, you know what? This isn't feeling good. We should turn around. We should go back. And so finally, we turned around and went back and sat down at the diner. And the lady at the diner is like, oh, y'all are looking for land? It's like, yeah, we're looking for land. It's like, well, where are you looking? It was like, well, we went down this road, whatever, and we had got, you know, going up and down hills. And it was getting kind of crazy, and we just got a bad feeling, turned around, came back. She said, oh, it was good that you did. She's like, the last man that went down that road was dead. She said, Border Patrol doesn't even go down there. The cartels own that, you know, which is one thing. I don't let people talk about the border now because I actually am here and I know what's happening down here because I talk to the people who freaking live here and nobody in Washington knows anything too, you know, crap about what's happening at the border. Every problem at the border was made by the Democrats and the Republicans intentionally to create a problem at the border. That's, you know, 
but it gets back to narcos and cocaine cowboys and war and drugs, stuff like that. But what I was going to say was that, but why would you move down to cartel land? It's like, well, is the United States incorporated a cartel? Is the pharmaceutical industry a cartel? Are the bankers a cartel? Where in the United States can you live that you're not on cartel property? Where do you live where if you go down the wrong street, where you step on the wrong toes, they won't murder you and push your car into the river? Nowhere. Nowhere in our corporation is safe, right? In our country, because a corporation owns our country and you've got hundreds of millions of people who act like it's a government still. No place in here is safe. We are literally run by international cartels and they don't even live here. You know, but I'm, anyway, so back to your point is that you think if you, if you, it's like the Black Mirror, ain't no way in hell they're going to keep that on Netflix. And then maybe that's why no new episodes are coming out. The Black Mirror was too it's too damn close to define big tech tech and helping people understand where this is going. It is a fantastic show, right? And it comes out of the UK where they basically say, you know, it's about technology, right? If we keep going the way that we're going, giving all corporations the power over us and all this technology to powerful governments, this is where we'll end up, right? And it gives you that storyline and it's scary as hell to anybody who's really processing that my children are going to live in a world like that. Right. But and, and, and that's probably why there have been no new episodes, because it actually makes people think that we need to actually change what we're doing. And if we keep doing the same thing that we've been doing, voting, political parties, stop the white people, stop the black people, stop the immigrants, stop China. We keep doing the same ignorant, stupid stuff to our cousins from another uh, 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 land, then what does that mean? That means that nothing will change and we will end up where, you know, this show kind of predicts we're going. But yeah, I think all the good stuff are always canceled. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably the reason too, that it, the thought of the, that, that makes you think they don't like you think no, no matter what you're thinking about. Yeah, you need to be intellectually lazy. If you want to go on CNN, Fox, ABC News, or any of those shows, you have to be a fool. You have to be ignorant. You have to pick a team on the Monopoly board and go out there and fight from that team's perspective. You can't have a universal perspective that we actually need to fix the problems here on this planet and here in our country. If you actually do that, you will never be on any of those television networks because all those networks are owned by the billionaires and the billionaires only stay in power by keeping people in conflict. It's even hard to to try and do it if you try like what, what I try to do or any, anybody like me trying to do real information and, and do something independent. It, it's almost impossible at this point. And I feel soon it will be impossible. Well, it, it's heartbreaking. And I because I you and I, we go through the same thing or, or at least I mean, I don't do as many videos as I used to. But I know you're still rolling, you know, the hardest working man on Facebook. And that is you go through all this effort. You do all this research, you do this reading and study, you produce a video. And if it actually is a good video, they take it down. They delete it. They censor it. And, and, and you know, you have to be a very strong person to keep pushing through when when you actually get close to what people need to hear. They remove the video. Yeah, they have creative ways of doing it, too. Yeah. Oh, sometimes Facebook. they leave it. Yeah, they leave it Facebook up. With <laughs> you, copyright strikes. And yeah. They'll, they'll remove them. I appeal them. They'll remove them every time. And then, but two months later, 
now it's an old video. No one's going to see it. No one saw it. They'll put it back. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's funny. Every video I do now, I get a copyright strike. Well, not a strike. That's YouTube. On Facebook, I get this copyright thing on yes. every single video like clockwork. And they take it down for at least two days or three days and then or a week. And they re-release it at a time where it'll never appear on anyone's timeline. Yep. You know, and that, but that's a good thing too, though, Sean. I mean, as irritating as it is, it tells you, well, one, it means your audience needs to watch you live, right? There is no catching Sean Yankee later, right? If he does a show and nails it, you have to be there. That's number one. And two, uh, it means that you're close. You're hitting close to right where you need to be. Like, that's the greatest thing when you know that they're actually worried about you, Sean. They're, you are actually causing trouble for them to a point where they would put resources and effort to start taking down your videos and watching your videos. That's how you know you're doing important work. If you've got thousands of people watching your video, you're not doing important work. If you have 25, 30, 40 people, you know that you're saying something important. If your videos are being taken down and you're being shadow banned, you're actually on it. Those are the people who they need to be watching. I agree with that completely. And I know it's true because they shut you down it. if you're doing anything real. Yeah, and I anytime I see these people up. getting their views up, I I got to take side eye. You know, I got it. It makes me want to find out. I got to stick around a little bit and see what it is. Because something's shady here. Yeah. How the hell are you doing this? I couldn't be trying any harder. Yeah. And <laughs> in this crony world, the only real people we need to be researching and listening to the most are whistleblowers because they're the only ones who, after they left the industry, they then have something important to say, right? Like this whole thing, ask your doctor. <laughs> why would you ask somebody who's in the industry? Why, why would you ask someone who literally gets paid to sell you drugs? Why would you do that? No, go ask the retired doctor. That's <laughs> the, go ask the, the, the person in the front, go ask Dr. Fauci, go ask someone, no. Go ask somebody that retired who saw all the dirt, the kinks. They know where the dead bodies are buried. They retired or they ran from the industry. That person is going to tell you the truth. You right. know, the engineer who worked on the electromagnetic device that, that knows that that's no, that's that's a UFO. You got that. that I mean, it's an IFO. I built that. I worked on the project. We got that. We found that in Egypt or wherever and worked on that, twisted that. We couldn't figure out how most of it worked, but we figured out how the engine worked. And that's it right there. And I worked on that. That's the only important person you need to listen, right? The people who work for the current black budget projects, they're just going to sit there and lie to you, you know, you know, and this gets to the current time. People want to be cured of their bad malnutrition diets. <laughs> yeah, it's called not going and eating sugar, all the sugar in the damn grocery store. That's what it's called. It's called stop eating junk and trash food, thinking your immune system is going to work, you know. But, you know, and, and, and so you go to the experts and what the experts say, well, you take this and this will help you. Right. Now they find out the people who took the experiment are actually the super spreaders. They're actually the ones who are creating all the variants, you know, and I'm trying to be careful. I don't get you in trouble. I'm sorry, brother. But it's it true. Kinda, and nothing about this. They don't they have not talked about health at all. Like what you were saying just now about sugar even or any of it. They're produ they're promoting the juice now on cups at McDonald's. Some of the worst <laughs> food you could eat. They're promoting their poison to a degree like that tells you everything you need to know. Right. If they're selling poison and they're promoting something else, it obviously is poison. <laughs> you should know better. 
what's beautiful is I every now and then I run into kids. And the kids are like, oh, McDonald's. Oh, who would eat that? That's what are you? Oh, that's horrible. There are kids now who don't eat candy, right? They eat grapes because the grapes <laughs> make them happy and actually work. Like there are there's kids a lot of inspiring work. things coming out of yeah. the newer generation. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of great things, you know. But don't ever listen to anybody in the industry. If you want to listen to something, when this all started, you know what I did? The first thing I did, Sean, I like to pretend I'm smart, but I'm not. I know what to do, but I'm not that smart. Is as soon as this happened, I was like, eh, 2020, eh, you know, I worked for three pharmaceutical, four pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> I said, like, let me make some phone calls first. And, and the most important phone call I made um, was to somebody who worked on the Oval Teens. And I said, hey, what do you think? <laughs> and she said, no, right, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I said, okay. All right. Thank you. That's all I need to know. Um, you know, they don't, and I didn't have all the details, but obviously nobody is going to cure the common cold in, 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 what is it? 10 months, whatever it was, you're not going to cure the common cold, right? If you don't want to get sick and die, one thing you got to do is turn the television off, right? Because mirror neurons are real, right? The nocebo effect is a very real effect and the, uh, 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 hypochondriacism that's real. Your body literally makes symptoms and will kill you through mirror neurons and and uh, the nocebo effect. Look it up. If you have family, turn the damn television off. Anybody who's following that too hard, they literally will kill the, their body. Their subconscious will kill themselves if they go out in public and somebody coughs in the air. Their subconscious will actually make symptoms. So that's number one. And you need to start eating food like you want your immune system to solve the current problem that's out there. That's that's it. You know, but short of that, you know, to me and a lot of people ain't going to like it. But Donald Trump was right when he said this is their latest hoax. He was absolutely right. The pharmaceutical industry pulls this hoax every two to four years when it's time to elect people. And this one, they just got away with it. And it's time for ignorant people to stop because you're getting a lot of people killed. Right. You need a government, not corporations, but a government, not oligarchs, but a government who gives a damn about its citizens to say, stop eating glyphosate. We're going to stop subsidizing it. Stop eating sugar. We're going to stop subsidizing it. We realize that we've been a part of killing millions of you every single year and we're not going to do it anymore. But you're going to need to stop eating this trash, too, and stop teaching your kids to eat this trash because they're going to die. Right. Most of these diseases aren't passed down through genetics. They're passed down through ignorance. You, your children to eat what you eat and they will die from what you die from. Right. So, you know, we just we live in a time where people have to start being honest, you know, with themselves and certainly with the people around them. Right. Because the whole world is going to go through a flip. What it flips to is either going to be a, a, a pharmaceutical medical police state globally. The worst nightmare than 1984. Right. Or we're going to say enough is enough. We know we have free energy. We know we have automation. We know we can take care of everybody. We're going to take care of everybody and stop letting you guys put us in conflict with one another. Right. We are brothers and sisters all over this planet. I don't give two dams what your private parts are which ones you like, what your skin color is, what your religion is, what nation you were born in. If I were you, I'd be you, right? And start looking out for each other, right? You don't deserve any rights unless you stand up for all your neighbor's rights, not constitution and bill of rights, but human rights, all rights, period, end of story. 
you deserve nothing unless you stand up for everything that your neighbor deserves, even though you don't like your neighbor or what they do. When we do that, that's when it stops. I agree. Oh, and, and I think that's what we're focused on is moving in that way. I, I, I want to clarify real quick, though, before, because Sean said something, Sean hands in his last comment. I want to make sure no, I'm not a Trump guy. <laughs> Let me clarify. Mm -mm. I'm, I'm not anti-Trump. I'm not pro-Trump. I'm not anti-Bernie. I'm not pro-Bernie. I'm not anti-Obama. I'm not pro-Obama. I am politician agnostic. Politicians are actors from within a corporation and political parties are merely acting guilds from within that corporation. Where Trump lost it for me. Trump for me, Sean, was funny. <laughs> so Trump, I think he was, I think the fact that they took a, a Twitter thug real estate mogul and let him run the United States Incorporated, I thought was pretty funny. And he got up there and was talking about fake news and all of this stuff when, you know, you couldn't get the black caucus to do any damn thing for any black person on the black, black planet anywhere. <laughs> Trump uh, what released more brown people out of prison than any president, than all presidents in U.S. history. I think it was funny. I think that uh, he trolled everyone. But where where I realized he truly was a part of the system is when he came up with. Uh, he took us out of. What we were in uh, the World Health Organization Ovaltine program, and he and and my Trump friends are like, "Yeah, he took us out. He's fighting for us. He's gonna get these things tested." And I'm like, "No, because he literally the next day put us in Gabby, <laughs> right. which is Bill literally Bill Gates's organization. Took us out of the organization Bill Gates was the number one investor in, and put us in the organization <laughs> that Bill Gates literally created." And then he did Operation Warp Speed, right? If there's anything that is beyond unconstitutional, anti-Bill of Rights, anti-helping America or making America great in any way, um, he lost it all there, right? You know, the idea that, oh, he's playing 3D chess. They're getting people. I mean, how many times did my Trump friends tell me, oh, just trust the plan. They just arrested Hillary Clinton. <laughs> trust the plan. They just did arrested Barack Obama. Trust the plan. I'm like, wait a minute, guys. Y'all got a whole lot of these plan things that y'all want me to trust. But, you know, it's all based in this idea that someone from within the United States corporation can actually defy the United States Incorporation. Nobody in the Hershey plant is going to defy Hershey. Nobody in the Coca-Cola Corporation, especially nobody at the top, is actually going to defy the Coca-Cola Corporation. What they'll do is they'll let people in and they'll control them in different ways or they'll play controlled oppositional games. You know, I just I, I, I personally... I like Bernie. Like I said, I like Bernie because he was a little different. He said some of the things that Ron Paul said. I love Ron Paul. I like Obama because he was different. I didn't vote for none of these people, right? But I liked him because he was different. Like maybe we'll see something different. Maybe we'll see some something changey. Maybe there's some hopey changey somewhere coming down. <laughs> they you know, got Trump. I like Trump for the same reason I liked Obama. He was different. Maybe who knows? You know, he's not a politician. He's not career. Maybe he got some deals and friends and alliances. Maybe something happened. I did not like Jive and Bowden at all in any way, shape, or form. That literally was the man behind all systemic racism currently in the country. He was the that's the man who wrote the crime bill. You know, like so let me ask idea, you this because I, what I would, you just said was interesting. You listed off the greatest been. hits. They're all great, snake oil salesmen. Everyone you just listed. The one they have right now is awful. Why? Why, at the most, like, climax of all the bullshit, why, at that point, do they give you a, a mouthpiece that can't even speak? 
because the things they need him to do are unspeakable. Mm. They need a man suffering with mental illness so they literally can do anything to anybody that's in defiance, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, human rights, common sense, oh. logic, and a man that can't remember what pen he just used five minutes ago. That's why they picked him. They picked him because they can get him to do those nefarious, horrible things. They scared everybody, said, oh, Trump is the new Bittner. Nope, you got your Bittner, right? Because this man will do anything. This man forgot what he had for breakfast. Right. He will do anything he's told to. He's literally a yes man and a, a, a clone where they sit him down and they drug him to death and they tell him what to do. And he does it. That's why they picked him. He is the perfect president for the United States Incorporate, a psychopathic corporation that actually is the East India Trading Company because the United States Incorporated the East India Trading Company closed up in uh, somebody fact check. It was like 18. 69 or 1870 and magically doo, 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 1871 the republic is destroyed and now the united states became a corporation that's internationally owned and nobody actually knows who owns it so the idea that all those trillionaire families and billionaires closed up the east india trading company and didn't become the united states is is ridiculous so that's who we are you know but you know they need to do the most unspeakable things possible. And so what are they doing right now? They're literally writing black codes, but they're for people who refuse to experiment on their own bodies. You have corporations now that are actually firing people who refuse to go out and experiment on their body. It's frightening. And I it think is. you're right. You're it's exactly right. right. But it's going to be beautiful in the end. I actually think we make it. I actually think that these ignorant people figure it out. If I can figure it out, this is why I got hope, Sean Yankee, as, as dumb as I am. <laughs> you know, what'll have to happen is they got to get rattled enough. Yeah. I, I, I tell you time I ran away from home when I was 13. Mm -mm. Yeah. I, I had to get away from these slavers, man. I had to get away from these parents, man. I, you know what? I F y'all. I didn't say that because then my father would have smacked the taste out of my mouth and buried me in the backyard. That's uh, how I'm running away. I can't stand you people. He said, God, go on. See you. Bye. I had the best right. problem in the world. <laughs> he said, go on, you know, and, but I'm not that bright. And this is, I'm not that bright story. Cause it was winter time. You know, every, every dumb kid on the planet knows you do not run away in the winter time in, in Maryland or any, any place North of the Mason Dixon. <laughs> that runaway landed about, about it, it lasted about four hours, man. I ran away for four hours before I snuck back in the house. <laughs> it's cold out there. But, you know, but the point is that, ah, man, if I can figure it out, anybody can figure it out. It's not that hard. You just actually have to give a damn about the words coming out your mouth. Something has to happen to make them able to take the information in. I think they got to suffer a little bit more, maybe, or something. It, there's always a catalyst, yeah. some, some event that causes you to go, okay, wait a minute. Let me see what else. Yeah. You got a whole belief system. And the way the world works set up in your head that helps you function in and, and live life. And it's hard when you realize it's bullshit. So it's something big. It's usually got to be something big that makes you open that door. When people feel the pain enough, they will research everything that you send them. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's how you know. Right. When you send people stuff. That's important because they're thinking about going to experiment on their body or experiment on their child's body or whatever and they refuse to even look at it, they don't give a damn. They haven't had enough pain in their lives, right? When people have enough pain in their life, when they finally get to that point, 
and they actually care about a topic, they'll stop talking about it and they'll actually click and they'll come back. Well, Sean, this doesn't really make some sense or explain this to me. Like, why is this, 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 this and whatever, whatever. Most people don't even look at it because they're just running their mouth on the Internet. Right. They're just talking mm-hmm. trash. They're virtue signaling. They heard talking points on television and they think it makes them sound smart to say what the things that dumb people on television say or the stupid politicians say. And, you know, so to me, you know, I agree with you. When will people actually give a damn about homeless people or starving people or hungry people or slavery? Well, well, when they want to stop enslaving you, right? When they stop acting like, like, you know, and this is why I don't play the black game. I have no interest in that. Why? Because I, I, listen, you know, you can hate me if you want to hate me. I really don't care what you do. But I know that people are people. doesn't matter what your skin color is. If y'all give black people power, they're going to hang and lynch and enslave every last one of you, period. End of story. Because that's what we do. We're all people. If you were back then, you would do everything that they did, right? Your skin doesn't make you any different. Like, you know, one thing that um, Susan O'Neill, and like I said, she came down to the grid about, um, she came from uh, Washington State, Seattle, explaining the things that people are doing there, beating themselves with plastic chains and apologizing to black people on their knees. Y'all keep this up. I saw a video of that. Yeah, y'all, y'all go ahead and keep this up. You, you'll see what happens to you. They, they are going to lock you up in chains and have you picking grapefruit and strawberries, if not cotton. Why? Because they're people. Have they been through something? Hell yes, they have. A lot of them. The same way a lot of poor whites have been through things. But in reality, we shouldn't have power over one another. Because if we actually give power to any human being over other human beings, they're going to abuse them. Because that's what all human beings do when they have power that they should not have. We all have to be equal across the board. That's why I'm saying, you know, when 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 people actually feel pain enough, they're not going to be out in the street fighting with police. They're going to sit down and educate themselves and realize that the police don't actually write the effing laws. The politicians they keep voting for write the laws. And that's why the police are shooting you in the street, because the politicians you love refuse to remove the unconstitutional laws from off the book or stop writing them because they're getting big dollars from corporations and they're selling books that you're buying and putting on your coffee table. That's why these black kids are dying in the street because you keep voting for the black people in office who write the laws and send the police to poor people's doors, both white and black. You know, there's no answer in Democrats and there's no answer in Republicans. They're all just enough right to keep intelligent people emotional so they'll go along with a stupid agenda. That's why I don't do politics, man. Because none of this is my perspective. I, I don't see anybody in places care enough to actually do the re- We're in the age of the internet. Any of this stuff you can look up. You can educate yourself at any time you choose to, but these people don't choose to. They're in a monopoly game conflict. They're fighting a war that's based in false ideas like race. They're fighting from within oligarchy, a corporation that is literally designed for power, profit, playing games of keep away of resources from the people. And you actually think that they're going to do something helpful. They're just going to keep playing you off of each other. Forever and ever. Why Sandy crying? What happened? I'm sorry. What I do? <laughs> I'm not. Man, it's crazy. emotional. You know, this morning I saw a video of a swan. These teenagers had smashed her babies, her eggs with a brick. And she died, just stayed there and died over her dead or shattered eggs. Of a, they said in the thing of a broken heart, but it's a swan. How do you know? 
but it, it made me cry. That was sad. What did you smash her eggs for? That's like us. <laughs> Is right? that what we're doing? I mean, you know, we're handing our kids an oligarch. <laughs> we are literally taking a police state and giving it ungodly powers to dictate what has to go in your body. <laughs> we're doing the same thing. We're literally setting up mm -hmm. our children for a war. <laughs> it's the, we're the, we, it, it, it would, it's smarter for the swan. For us, it's smarter just to crack the eggs and just let me put you out to misery. <laughs> but we are stupid enough to hand our children the worst, most deadly corporation on this planet instead of replacing it with a real government or getting rid of it with everything. I mean, personally, Sean, I'm an anarchist now. Like now that I finally understand what anarchy is, a family is an anarchy, right? There are no rules. I just know that we're family and we love each other and we're going to treat each other like that. And families tend to get along a lot better than citizens and, you know, of different nations, seven billion cousins all over the planet then it seems that the right government for us is anarchy, right? I mean, I believe we should have like a facilitatement, you know, a group of people for facilitating resources just to make sure there's no starving white children or black children or Hispanic or any of these children anywhere and make sure everybody has the things that they need. But like logically, how does it make any damn sense to anybody that you're an adult? You put your pants on one leg at a time or your dress, you button your own buckle, you decide what you need to do, you go out, make your money, work, you do it that you actually need a government to tell you what to do. That's insanity to tell you how to live, what you can do, what's going to give you a good tax break, what career you should go into, what medicine you got to put in your body, how fast you can drive. You know, like that's just dumb. You're not five years old. Like at what point in time do we evolve beyond that? And I, I think it's today. That's why I hope Sandy's not crying about anything I'm saying, because Sandy, I, Sandy, we were saying I've been hanging out with you for the longest time now. And that is, you know, I'm hopeful, right? Because she it's so obvious. Because of everything going on and everything, you know, we find balance and manifest good things in and out, but sometimes it's just hard. And I think what she's saying is just seeing what's going on and the weight of it and understanding. Once you understand what's, what's actually happening, it is maddening at times because you can stop it at any point. Yeah. There's not even that many people keeping an illusionary power over us. Their hold is bullshit. Yeah. The only thing holding it up is us buying into it. And by us, I just mean society as a whole. And why do we buy into it? Because the pot isn't hot enough, right? This is the boiling frog, right, uh, uh, analogy, right? They've been slowly turning up the heat for thousands of years. And so us ignorant frogs are staying in the pot and will burn to death. What did they just do? Well, for whatever reason, they were forced to turn the heat up. And people, I've never seen it like this, though. People, and then, right? Well, we never seen this. This what? No, they they did. They didn't go to medium. <laughs> they went straight to high. They literally did a Riley and went straight to high as hell. <laughs> and the pot is like water's flying everywhere, bubbling, children flying out, eggs and stuff. The kitchen floor is a mess. And that's when we change, right? Like you said, it has to hurt bad enough for us to want to change. I, I played hide and go seek in a closet with my brother because my brother has kids. He had a great idea. Let's play hide and go seek in the closet. So we're climbing on shelves and stuff. And my father built the house. So we're breaking shelves and hiding behind clothes, doing all this crazy stuff. Right. My father came home. <laughs> Boy, you know, listen, he, we, he needed to make sure that we were going to bring the change and we were going to be the change that we need to see in the world. 
so you know we this is the first time we got the bare skin spanking right we didn't get that over your drawers and your pants it was bare skin right and and we changed it got hot enough so no crying i think we live in a i think it's a privilege to be alive in the time where they cranked up the heat so high that the only intelligent and wise choice is to grow the f up and stop change and change our evil ways and i think a lot of people are you know in in in, in a bigger way than you'll ever be shown oh, yeah. and and that yeah. explains a lot of especially the media's madness yeah they're scared to death Sean, mm -hmm. why why are they censoring Sean Yankee all the damn time? Because they're scared to death. They're scared of what's coming out of his mouth. They never did that in history. They never went around and censored this much. Whatever is going on, it has the powerful psychopathic criminals on this planet. Like David Icke says, the world is run by a psychopathic cult. It has them scared to death. That's the only, when they start you know, taking their hands and putting them over the ears of citizens around the world in every single freaking country in this world, they are scared to death that you will figure it out. They will scare, they're scared to death that you will figure out that they're all frauds and all working for the same corporations. Mm -hmm. That's a and great time point, to live. They're really afraid of it because really all we have to figure out right now is how to unite. Oh, if we easy. could come together and stop, if it seems to be really hard, if we could come together and stop bickering and work together, we have enough number, I think, right now to make a difference. No, brother, it ain't hard. It's easy. You know, it's easy when we understand it's willful. It, it will. We struggle ignorance. with it so bad. Uh, not, we, we don't. Again, I'm talking with it. about. We know what to do. We know me what to you, do. but our community, the people that they know what to do. They know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think that they don't know anymore. I think yeah. that now it's so obvious that they all know. They refuse to do it. It's like you said. We have to start making ignorance shameful. They all know what they're supposed to do. They just don't want to, right? They've been trained their entire lives to fight with the brown people, to fight with the immigrants, to fight with the white people, to fight with, you know, um, to fight with the Chinese, right? This is my enemy. Never listen to your slave master on who your enemy is. He's always going to lie to you, right? Never listen to billionaires, kings and lords, politicians, people who claim to own you. People who claim they can come take your children any day they want to. Never listen to a psychopath like that when they tell you who your enemy is. Because obviously, they're only going to lie to you. So whoever they tell you is your enemy, you go open their door, you take a cup of coffee, you sit down on their couch, and you find out who they are. That's what you do. Everybody knows that. You go to who you've been lied to is your enemy, and you take them a apple pie you take them some spaghetti you go to the poor white folk down the block you go to the poor black folk down you go to that poor hispanic family that you were turned against and you go sit on their couch and you fellowship right the enemy of my enemy is my friend it's just people don't understand that they're all suffering from the slave mind and their enemy their true enemy the only enemy is the one who orchestrates the whole thing from the top like your puppets that's what keeps us on the plantation and they are united oh big they have a plan yes, and sir. agenda <laughs> yes sir they're mm -hmm. stupid but they're united but that's what gives them their power is their they, ability to unite and come together and work together
We need to well, get they, that part right. Yeah. Well, they have they have a commonality, right? They all feel that their children should own our children, right? The Democrats and the Republicans, the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, the 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 oligarchs in America and the bourgeoisie in France. They all agree on one real common basic thing. They're on top. Their kids will be on top and we will all be on the bottom and our kids will serve their kids. They all agree on that. You know, but, you know, the good thing about it is that their bond is greed. That's a very weak bond. Our bond is we're slaves and no stronger bond than, than, than oppression. You just have to get people to realize that the man who holds the whip is no different than the man that's picking the cotton. They're all slaves of the plantation. They're all dictated to by the owners. You take out the owners and the whole world changes. When people stop being owned, man, things things going to change real quick. So, yeah, I think we're in great times and I think people know what they they know what they need to do. Every, every every if every daycare teacher knows how to break up a fight and get the kids to play together again, <laughs> are you trying? Anyway, I think about that, right? The fight breaks out in the, in the in the, on the playground, mm-hmm. and a sixteen year old daycare teacher knows how to get those children to come back the next day and play together, and they do it all day long. So you know, some of these daycare teachers are fifteen years old. Are are we saying <laughs> that people at the age of fifty and sixty and seventy? actually don't know how to resolve conflict oh they know they know they're just they're willful ignorant right now they want to they want to be popular they're they're set in their ways and like you said we just have to start calling shame to ignorant people i think it's that simple really just taking more of an ownership role in your in your normal everyday life yeah instead of just a, a spectator role ownership or stewardship nah uh, you got to explain to me what stewardship is now. Well, you know, kind of how that scripture says that we're to be stewards of the planet, right? That we're here to steward. We're not here. We're here to serve, right? We're here to serve the ecosystem, the planet. We're here to serve nature. We're in, and human beings are a part of nature, right? So we're here to serve all of our cousins all around the planet, including the wildlife, right? And that's not a swing for veganism or vegetarianism. I'm a vegetarian. People know that. But I, like I said... I murder creatures every single day. I make a smoothie. I murder billions of little microbes and I put them all in my stomach. So, but those microbes lived free before I ate them, right? My, my issue with the meat is that, you know, these animal need, animals need to live free. They need to be healthy, but we won't go down that route. We're to be stewards, right? We know we shouldn't be abusing animals, let alone humans. We don't know government nor corporations to be stealing children from their parents. Come on. At some point in time, we let this ignorance go. The number one gun dealer on the planet is going to do some gun rights. <laughs> Bert says I voted for Obama, and that's not true. I never did that. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. I voted for Bernie, though. I did get fooled. It's hilarious to me. The number one weapons dealer on the planet. <laughs> is going to help us by taking guns off the street. Like, that's hilarious. We literally send all the AK-47, 75% of the weapons traffic on this planet from the United States Incorporated, right? The Mm -hmm. biggest armor of the Taliban. (laughs) 
We it's just gave United them a great present, a huge yeah. amount of weapons. Hell yes, we do. And then people believe, like people are debating. If I don't even watch the news, Sean, I just, I, I, I look my face. If it weren't for my Facebook friends, I wouldn't know anything about the, the colonizer world. If it's important to them, then it shows up on my timeline and not pay attention to it. Short of that, I, I never turn on the news. But it's obvious you got people debating. Do we stay in Afghanistan? What happened? How did they take over? Why, you know, like, well, well, if you invade somebody's country, they're not really going to like you that much. Oh, <laughs> and, so and, we've and been recruiting you, for them. And then we orchestrated this, helped it, <laughs> set it up. We set up puppet governments to get the opium out, to steal some lithium and oil and all the other things we're stealing. And people can't figure out, like, oh, well, should we stay or should we leave? Like, maybe we should stop funding the terrorists and sending them guns <laughs> and tanks and, you know, helicopters. Like, and, and, and they're literally using those weapons we send to fight our soldiers. And people think that there's sides in this. There are no sides, right? This is a very smart corporation. Nah, it's not even smart. I'm not going to say this is a very stupid corporation that gets very, very gullible, naive deep loving people to take ignorant sides in a conflict that they orchestrate all sides and always have. It's like the Iran Iraq Contra affair, right? Remember we studied that back in when history actually almost history class almost told us the truth that, you know, we pretty much uh, in every war, we back both sides, we back all sides, the sides mm -hmm. of our soldiers and the other side against them. Why? Because war is a racket. Who was that? Smedley Butler wrote the book. Somebody should read the book. Um, war is a racket. All wars are all about, yes, Edward, All it's all about greed. It's just about money. Now it's for freedom. We got to go free somebody. No, we are going to colonize them, kill a bunch of their people, and steal a lot of resources. And this takes me actually back to my neighbor, Sean, right? Like, because he is a victim of war. Like, we don't think about, we think when the war is over, the war is over. No, it's not. Like, everything this man has been through in his life started with the fact that there was a war started that destroyed families. War does a horrible thing to families, right? And multiple generations pays for that. And the psychopaths we make from those wars, we keep paying that cost back for generations after it, right? There is no reason ever for a war, none whatsoever. The human race loses every single war, period. But Always, every time. Yeah, and, and they always, the same people support both sides, the money, the money yeah. interest, always the play banks. both sides of every, every, every war. The banks and the politicians win every war on all sides. They all, they're all in it together. Lisa's Bush, a lot of presidents have spoken about the New World Order and Australia on their news right now. I wish somebody here was here, here from there right now because they're openly saying it all the time. Yeah. Well, Sister Sheena was there. She just did a video earlier today. Sheena Alexander. Oh, really? Yeah, I posted her video. I mean, she's, I mean, basically, um, and something crazy like Afghanistan said they'll take in Australian refugees. <laughs> right? Because their government law, their government is 100% run by the pharmaceutical industry. Right? I mean, big tech might have some influence. Like what's happening in Australia right now is insane. And if we don't think that's coming for us, we are clueless, clueless. But this is what they want. It's, all, it's not conspiracy. It's just money and power. And as long as people are scared, government is required to take more power and corporations are required to sell more products. 
as long as people are walking around in these face diapers, like that actually does anything to something that is 0. 0.265, two, I forgot the size of it, Sean. It's just stupid. 0.265 <laughs> microns in size. And they're walking around in face diapers like that's <laughs> the masks are completely useless. The, the dumb things we believe is it's insane. I mean, they work from a psychological perspective, right? So placebo is a thing, just like nocebo is a thing, right? So you think that you're being protected. There is a psychological protection that happens. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, from a physical, from the physical world, like physics and real science, that's our that's been proven many times over. But once again, the television and the politicians and the journalists tell you something different. And now science doesn't exist. <laughs> now all. you're being protected. But it's like it's like me. All right. It's like me off grid. If I'm scared to be out there, like people ask me sometimes, Sean, like, are you scared to be out there? You know, you're out there, man, with the, the like the farmers here. I ask me, man, you're out there with the hogs and like the farmers are showing me pictures of these feral hogs. They sometimes kill people. You know, they come together in droves, the javelinas and Every now and then, if a mountain lion feels lucky, they'll make a run at you. Coyotes in groups, you know, you get a pack of them, more than 10. They'll make a run at, at an adult human, right? Um, are you scared to be out there? Rattlesnakes and all that stuff. Well, I understand that if the animals know that you're scared, you're food. Like they pick some things that we don't understand anymore, right? You give off pheromones and, and, and EMF signals and all these things that they're, they're studying now, these EKG devices and stuff, and animals still know when you're scared. They don't hate you. They're just hungry. And if they don't eat you, they'll die, and their children will die. An animal, a predator in the, fort, in the wild that I live, are no different than the politicians and the corporations now. They smell your fear. They look at your nation. They see all these people walking around in face diapers and they start salivating. Right. You know, we can say the politicians are evil, but they're just hungry. The politician, I need to be reelected. Right. Washington State. Susan just told me just locked down again or they just started wearing face diapers again and salivating. Right. They got to make that. I got to get reelected. The governor's right now. I got it. I got to beat my opponent. The only way I'm going to do it is if I get this lobbyist money. How do I get this money? I got to do everything big tech and big farmer want me to do or I won't win. And my kids got to come out of college. I'll lose my job. They're salivating. Right. It's not their fault. It's our fault. We are the adults that are walking around in fear and we're afraid to actually educate ourselves and look at research on places like the high wire that talk about science that they refuse to put on television. Right. So, you know, it's it's just it's just a predator prey thing. If you act like your prey, if you're scared to stop eating donuts <laughs> in a time where, you know, it's obvious that the number one comorbidity is the abuse of sugar creating cardiovascular disease, obesity, hypertension, and uh, 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 diabetes. If you know that those are the people that are dying and you know that you can stop eating Twinkies if you want to, <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, at what point, you know, you're 72, why are you still eating, you know, Fruit Loops? Come on now, stop it. <laughs> Get up in the morning, eat some fruit, damn it. Stop being scared, right? Educate yourself, be the change that you want to be in the world. But if you go and you move off grid and you live in the wild, you know, miles between you and any other human any cities or anything. And those animals smell that you're scared to be out there. You're not going to live right? a nation in fear. 
you're not going to survive these corporations. You're not going to survive big tech. You're not going to survive the pharmaceutical industry. They're going to eat you. You know, so and I and I'm not saying don't wear your face diaper. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't I don't tell people what to do. Live your life. Do what you want to do. But all I'm telling you is, if you act like food, <laughs> your children are gonna get eaten, and you got to be okay with that. Because big farm eat your children. for sure. That's exactly what it is. Oh, You're yeah. seeing what will consent to, what will tolerate, with very mm -hmm. little fear required. This is not even very dangerous. The fatality rate is. Even the one they want to give you is very low. But they've gotten all of society to go along with a great deal. You know, this was, in their own words, a live exercise. And they at least had foreknowledge because they planned it out at Event 201, how to best use it. Yep. That's not a coincidence that they even used the right virus in the event. They planned this out in advance, so they at least had foreknowledge. It's proven to have designed it yep. in the lab, paid for the research that designed it, knew all about it. And, and and have used it beautifully. This went very well. Now, the who's already talking about the next one, making this look like child's play. So if they've done so much with something that's not even dangerous, I'm afraid what they'll be able to do with something that might be. Well, it's it's Because it can done. be anything that they want it to be. They're going to design it just like they did this one. Yeah, I was listening to a good talk. I forgot who the brother was. But basically, um, he was in, interviewing a guy who was talking about the the – Real intent wasn't the V, right? Wasn't the round rhymes with papyrus, mm -hmm. right? The, the papyrus wasn't really dangerous. The oval team, that actually what this was about. This was about getting the consent to require your product go inside of seven billion people. That's what this is. This was about setting the narrative, right? It is changing the narrative where you have people who are pro and people who are anti. No, they don't want you to have that choice. So they created this thing to scare a bunch of people to bring about a time where they could force in 7 billion people this experiment. And if they can get away with that, then it means that you have 7 billion people, a customer base all over the world where you can dictate what goes in their body from age zero to age 110. You know, and nobody knows what that is. You know, I'm not going to convince anybody that I really know what's going on. I do know that the, the V is significantly more dangerous than the other V. I know that everybody who got the V, they're all creating variants, other Vs, <laughs> right? And we knew this because the doc, the scientist told us this ahead of time, that if you actually, during a malnutrition demic, a time where this, 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 papyrus is making some jumps and changes and you inject people in mass any dna or synth synthesized or not from that thing you're going to force and stress it to modify and create mutations at an astronomical rate and that is exactly what happened right they created this and so now why are they mandating it well obviously because they want mo even more mutations Right. And, and it, then and there'll it, be more it, juice on and on and on. It'll be a circle. And, and it's going. not evil. It's not conspiracy. It's just money. Big Pharma, you know, this could end in the end of the, this could actually could end the human race. But Big Pharma can't think about that. They've got it. They're, they live quarter to quarter, right? If anybody here has worked in Big Pharma, if you ever worked for big corporations, they live quarter to quarter. 
right? The next quarter doesn't exist, right? This quarter exists. We got to make our numbers this quarter or, or we're done. They, they don't give two dams about the human race in 10 years, right? That's not their problem, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to operate from the, the, the purpose of a business to make money. They're going to make as much money as they can, which means they got to do anything that they can get away with that the people and the government will allow them to do. And they're going to do it. You know, the only ones who can stop that is us. Right? It's not a conspiracy. It's just money. Well, conspiracies are real anyway. That's a bullshit slander term. <laughs> they just... There are no conspiracies, right? Yeah, it's just it's just a word. And they've it's made you think that it's crazy to think. Kindergarten was a conspiracy, um, Sean, right? Kindergarten. Yeah. What is kindergarten? Is when you take your children <laughs> and you put them in school and you put them in conflict with other kids where they try to figure out and they conspire against each other to get better grades, right? To bring the teacher apples, right? <laughs> so they can get a better degree and get a better job and make more money. The education system from the very beginning, we train our children to conspire against the other children <laughs> from the very beginning. The conspiracy, conspiracy is not a word. It doesn't exist. We live on a planet in a unsociety, uncivilization, economic system that requires everybody conspire to beat their neighbor out of biscuits. That's just and beat your peers out of promotion. There is no conspiracy. It literally is how this world works. Because John D. Rockefeller and the Mellons and the Carnegies and the, and the Rothschilds created a human conflict system where everything is a conspiracy. So it's not even a word. It's just, it's just economics. It's just all a lie. And I think that's what's important is exposing that and, and spreading truth and awareness like you do or I try to do. And that's all we can do. It's, all we can it's do. getting harder I mean, to do, but it's what we must yeah. do. It's a beautiful and I think thing. we just need to teach unity, though, as well, and coming together. And Unity and humility. Like, that's yeah. the fail. Because anytime I mention the word unity, people are like, oh, yeah, they're never going to come together. We're never going to come together. We're never. Yeah, right, because you're not humble. Right. Humility, empathy. You'll never get the unity until you have humble people. The only people who, who think that unity is not possible are people who have no humility. They have no empathy, right? They're willing to stay in the conflict because they're afraid to do what's right, you know? Um, you just got to do what's right, not worry about what anybody else does. You do, it's the right thing to do. Why'd I move off grid? It's the right thing to do. Wow, you know, why, you don't want to wait for other people? Well, what what am I wait for them for? I know what I'm supposed to do, I'm a parent. Right. I'm a I'm a cousin to seven billion other cousins. And it's a lot of poor kids who need food on this planet. Why in the hell wouldn't I grow as much food as I can on much land as I can and give away what I can and sell what I can? Why wouldn't I do that? That's the right thing to do. Why I got to wait for somebody else? Why does it, somebody got to hold my hand? I'm a grown a man. You know, mountain lions ain't gonna stop me. Damn sure. You know, other people ain't gonna stop me. I'm gonna go do what I got to do. Right. You and everybody here needs to educate themselves, do some research. Figure out what you're supposed to do and go do it. And don't worry about what anybody else does. Don't worry about unity. You do you nitty. <laughs> you nitty. You we can work together <laughs> as a group with a with a goal in mind and do independent things. I don't mean you have to get on one page and only do one thing. I think we all have individual strengths. Bring different things to the table. I'm That's just right. saying we can 
united in one core idea that we have a common enemy that is united against us and will destroy us if we don't el eliminate their hold over humanity, and, which is all that, an illusion. And we could take yeah, down. Yeah. And that enemy is not a person. It's not a race. It's not a religion. It's not a nation. It is an artificial construct. It is the matrix. It is a system, right? When people stand with other biological things against everything that is artificial, everything changes, right? But the Democrats are an artificial system. The Republicans are an artificial system. The United States Incorporation, all these corporate, they're not people. They don't have bellies. They don't need to eat. They do not have children. Nobody should ever cheer any artificial system over any person on this planet. You pick your biological brothers and sisters first over every system all the time, right? The worst sellouts on this planet right now are the ones who pick artificial systems and they're biological creatures, right? You know, so who is the enemy? The enemy largely is us. Power is the enemy. The idea that you should have any power or any say over anybody else on this planet. That's a problem. I can agree with that. Absolutely. Teach what you know is right. That's it. Sandy's right on it. Do what you're supposed to do. Stand up. Teach what's right. Give it away for free. Don't charge anybody. Give it away for free. Everything I do, I give away for free. I mean, I've got a Patreon and I appreciate everybody that supports me because I'm not wealthy. <laughs> I don't have the ability to make sure that, you know, I can do all the things I need to off grid. I'd have a lot of friends and they look out for me, right? We all got to look out for each other. But everything I learn, I give away for free, right? I give away on my Facebook and YouTube and whatever, um, because knowledge is power. And if you give that knowledge away, you make very powerful people, right? We need more Sean Yankees. You know? We need more Montezes and Chris's and Melissa's, these people out here. We need more people who will just stand up and go do what's right, not worry about what other people are doing and then clone themselves. And the only way that happens is for free. We're, there are no leaders and there are no more followers. You know, Sean Yankee's not a leader. I'm not a leader. We're just guys, right? We, we understand a few things and we're telling you the few things we understand. Don't follow us. That's stupid, right? Only slaves follow people, right? You're an adult. Don't follow anybody. We all need to be equal, right? We, there are no more leaders because slavery has to come to an end and it will never come to an end if you're looking for someone to master you and, and lead you around like you're a child or a little kid in Walmart <laughs> on, on the damn, uh, what are these kids on <laughs> the leashes? That's the weirdest thing. You know, we indoctrinate people. Those are crazy. But yeah, I agree with you. Personal ownership is the key. Just taking ownership nobody wants to do that but that is the key you have to in your own personal life or to make a change or a difference big picture you have to own it yeah you can't wait for somebody else or make it somebody else's responsibility it's broken yeah. fix it that's a cop-out the only yeah. thing that's important in who's it on the, on the thread in andrea's world is andrea right andrea is the master of her existence andrea needs to decide what andrea needs to do on a daily basis and she doesn't need anybody getting in the way of that, right? She figures out what she needs to do and she goes and does it. You know, that's how this world works. When everybody stops worrying about each other and what they're up to, you know, 
and and we become people of action. Like, there's nothing wrong with talking on Facebook. I'm not really here much. I post a lot, but, you know, I'm posting, you know, literally standing in the mud, <laughs> making dams and a thought comes to my mind because I'm thinking about a hog sneaking up on me or something. <laughs> and right. I make common posts. There's nothing wrong with posting information online. I actually was going to leave, man. I, I think I even told you that. I'm sick of social media, mm-hmm. you know, but I feel like, you know, I'm not doing everything I should be doing if I'm not doing everything I can everywhere I'm allowed to. Right. So as long as my page is there, you know, I'm going to post information and I know I've got a lot of friends that get sick of it, which is OK, because I'm basically saying the same thing in every single post. I just say it in a different way. And and if, hopefully if I say it in a different way from a different perspective, new people pick up on the idea that artificial scarcity is a scam, that this whole world is based in a monopoly game that's been running for thousands of years and it's all a scam. And, you know, so my friends, I don't like to call them followers because that's, again, master slave. That's a stupid name. I don't want anyone to follow me. They, they need to be teaching me. They need to listen to what I'm saying, fix it if I say something wrong or add to it um, and teach me. Um, but there are people here who who are just now seeing that something is wrong with the world. Right. They're just now feeling the matrix. They're just now realizing that the stake isn't stake. And if we leave, who, you know, where are they going to get their information from? Right. They're going to have to go do research that a lot of us have been doing for, you know, for over a decade. You know, these are these are people who are ready to go. They're angry and upset. And now they realize that they were played by the pharmaceutical industry. They were paid, played by the banking industry. They were played by their political party. They were played by their presidents. They were played by their politicians. And now. They're trying to figure out what the hell is going on in the world. Well, a lot of people here already know what's going on in the world. Not everything, but we know enough to know what you need to do. You know, we have to escape the system. You have to off grid. You have to off grid. And I'm not saying that you go find a place and live on a mountain like I did. I'm saying that you off grid everything you can in every way you can. A system without users collapses. This is a system. We don't need to fight. We don't need tanks. We don't need guns. We don't need bombs. This is a system. A system without users ceases to exist. Does anybody play the Atari anymore? Remember in television, Odyssey? Anybody remember those? Oh, they go away. <laughs> right? Yeah. You, you know why Odyssey's not around? In it. Yeah, because no one has the systems no more. People moved on and found better systems. They found better video games that they can play. Right? When we stop using this system, it literally dies so you got to off-grid everything off-grid your money i personally like you know uh blockchain i don't believe in currency currency do you understand I believe, it blockchain. I, un- I understand it enough to explain it at a layman level i won't say Me that too. i go yeah it's about as good as so, i got you so, you know effectively blockchain you know it takes all opportunities of corruption out right the system is solid right a blockchain currency means that there are no owners of the currency. Nobody can come in and actually modify numbers and print money and quantitative easing. Like the reason we're in perpetual wars because these people keep printing money. They control the currency. A blockchain stops anyone from controlling the currency. So the owners of the currency are the people who have the currency. It is a better system than what we have, which is fiat. The reason we're constantly at war is because they print the money and they only print enough to go blow people up and steal their resources, but they keep people in their country starving. So I like blockchain 
and it's not about money, right? It's it's a it's a system, it's a model, and it is actually as perfect as we can get for the moment. But can they control cryptocurrency? Absolutely they can, right? Because the failure with blockchain currency is the user. The government can't control the blockchain. If it's a true blockchain, it's a system that's impeccable for the moment, you know, philosophically. But the system controls you. You're scared to going to prison. You're scared to not pay taxes. You're scared to not do what they say. So they don't actually have to control digital currencies and blockchain and crypto. They control you and you're scared of them. And that's how they'll, you know, they'll dominate, you know, the blockchains eventually. But like I said, me, I don't believe in currency. I just think it's a step in the right direction. Anything that takes power from the few is a right step to take. You know, so that's something that people could off grid. But you can off grid your water. You can off grid your land. Oh, I didn't say why I don't believe in currency. I don't believe in currency because it literally has no reason to exist anymore. Currency was legacy about 20 years ago, you know, based in my industry, which is IT. Right. All we needed was uh, a highly abundant energy source. We got that even without the UFOs. Automation to be able to produce the resources that everybody needs. Um and the hardware to actually do what the software and automation tells it to. The software and the hardware getting together means that we control the world. Now you can write a program that can build a house for free. You can write a program that can 3D print a car. You can write a program that can 3D print a cell phone. You can write a program that can 3D print an organ. So the real question is for anybody who still believes in currency, if your whole world is 3D printed, you press a button, it gets 3D printed like on Star Trek. Not at the carbon level, just how we are right now. Nora's on it. Nora knows exactly what I'm talking about. This sister's paying attention. It means money actually has no purpose but to keep us slaves. The only purpose of money is debt. Right? That replaces the fear of a guy with a whip. Right? We are on a slave plantation. And the only reason we're slaves is we're scared of the guy with the whip. We're scared of debt. You know, so I don't believe in currency because currency is an illogical concept. It stopped. It was defunct 10 years ago when we made 3D printers, you know, close to free energy and automation. You know, the only reason people go without is because we're too stupid and we force our neighbors to go without because we don't understand that concept. We're so indoctrinated to money. We can't imagine a world without money. You know, and you got the middle class, the upper middle class and the upper upper class. And they're ahead of you. And they want to stay ahead of you. They worked real hard to get very close to massa and then very close to massa they got big house look like masses they get to go eat at restaurants and country clubs and masses be there and they just don't want to give that worlds up because you ain't got that world so they tell you the cryptocurrency is a scam because they want to stay ahead of you right we've been selling each other out for the longest time and that's called the house slave you know, but we literally have no reason to be slaves on Monday anymore, other than the fact that we're ignorant to that fact. But anyway, I, I'm belaboring the point. I do like crypto and blockchain only because it's better than what we got today. I'm 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 invested in the U.S. dollar, right? You could be invested in a cryptocurrency. It's no different. You know, it's not. You know, it's it's it's. You're either going to invest in the franc, you're going to invest in the rupee. You're going to invest in the U.S. dollar or you're going to invest in, you know, uh, Ethereum, 
you're going to invest in Bitcoin, you're going to invest in, you know, uh, Doge or any of these other interesting blockchains that are coming out. It's all about where you put your money. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a little tip. <laughs> if, if you think that you're going to stay invested in the U.S. dollar and you're not going to have your the rug pulled from underneath you, you got another thing coming. All you got to do is study the Great Depression and what they did in the Great Depression. They're going to do the same thing right now when they move the U.S. dollar over to the digital dollar. And people who were paying attention when this all began, that's why Barbara Waters and the other lady, Nancy Pelosi, introduced the digital dollar legislation. Why? Because why, why would they put that in pandemic legislation? Because that's the intent. Collapse the economy, move everybody over to a digital currency, and, you know, I've got a, uh, a guy I follow. I haven't watched his videos in a long time. He, he watches the Federal Reserve and banking, you know, and basically reading, you know, the legislation, his analysis was. So what they're going to do is they're going to say, OK, here's your digital dollar, everybody. And if you convert your U.S. dollars to the U.S. digital dollar, we're going to give you 80 percent on its value. <laughs> and you know of course people will flip out oh my god 80 percent! you're going to steal 20 percent from me i work real hard it's my retirement blah, blah 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 say well you know this is just where we are right now we came together for the pandemic and we helped each other out we printed money we destroyed our economy we don't have any more gold because we took it all out of fort knox <laughs> so this is the price that we got to pay and if you convert your money now you'll get 80 percent on the dollar and you should love it because in three months, we're going to give all the countries in Africa, in the Middle East and all around the world opportunity to convert their currency to U.S. digital dollars. <laughs> and that value, the 80 percent by the end of the year, is really going to be about 30 or 40 percent. So you either 80 percent of your savings now or you get 30 or 40 percent at the end. And then people are going to do it. But, every, but the point is, everything is controlled. Everything is they hold all the cards. Right. The bankers never lose monopolies. They win every single game of monopoly and they're going to win again. So the beauty of cryptocurrency is what very wealthy people understand is in times of uncertainty in banking, because right, most billionaires aren't in on this. Most millionaires have no idea what's going on. I mean, they kind of know what's going on, but they're not in on it. They're going to put their money in places to guarantee that they stay on top on the other side. They're taking their money out of the dollar and they're putting their money in gold and silver and lithium and things like that. And a lot of them are putting it in digital currencies simply because of the fact that the value of those currencies can't be printed away. Like digital currencies are, are neat blockchain. Well, not digital, but blockchain specifically. Their value isn't that they're doing anything great. Their value is that the world's fiat currencies won't stop printing the, away their value and the wealthy people are moving their money over to the blockchains so that after all this is said and done, they can move their money back to whatever the state currencies are or the global billionaire current trillionaire family currencies are to make sure they hold as much value as possible. That's all. It's not a conspiracy. Once again, it's just banking. This is what they did in the Great Depression. This is just a different, slightly approach and flavor because now they have digital currency. So how I only say this because even though I would like to, I have to eventually wrap this up. How would you <laughs> leave this conversation? We've covered so much. I think really the most important things were the mm -hmm. things we were just talking about is how to lead, how to help, how to 
do things that would lead us towards positive results and and we can all do our own things i like what you're doing i like the information you're sharing how you're trying to teach people about that i try to do the best i can and then all of us just do that take ownership of our lives and personal responsibility and move forward in a, in a direction towards positive things step one if you don't know what to do yet you have to support the people who are doing it right if 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 you know you're here watching sean you know monday through friday you know on the weekends um it costs to do these things right there's a cost in time there's a cost in money it takes resources to help bring people together if you don't know what to do yet, you don't know where to put your resources yet, you need to buy a Sean Yankee shirt. You need to go spend some time out there and help people who are trying to do the right things. You know, you can come over to my Patreon, right? A few dollars a month, right? Help the people who are trying to get the information out there until you have what you need to do. And then you need to take your resources and you go do it. Right? That's step two. You know, step one is we all got to work together because it's not easy to do the things that we're doing, you know, but once you get enough information and you understand how you can off grid from the system that you can collect your own rain wherever you are. Right. You're in a city. You can do guerrilla gardening. You know, you realize that, you know, take a neighbor, a plate who's having you know trouble. Guy gets fired from his job or gal. You bring them in. You try to help them out. You bring the family in. You know, until you realize how you can help people who are being hurt by the system and how you can off grid in any way, shape or form, money, food, water, you know, job, physically living off grid, um, getting out of the system, because it doesn't take a lot to collapse a system. It only takes people say it only takes 10 percent. Right. This is a very bad system. It's not even efficient. If people if just 10 percent of the users disappear or 10% of the volume, let's say that, because I don't think any of us can totally off grid from the system. You know, I have no position of pride where I think I'm not dependent on, you know, ch solar charge controllers. They break down. I got to come back to Rockefeller World to buy them. Nobody 100% can get out of the system. It's not designed to let you out. You find the ways and maybe you can only do 5%. Maybe you can only just grow your basil and your tomatoes. You know, you, all you can do is get some chickens and, and stop buying eggs or stop buying eggs from the big, you know, big, uh, uh, egg farmers and start buying them from your neighbor. Start empowering each other, but off grid from anything you can. There's a philosophy out there that you're not supposed to buy anything that comes from over 50 miles away. You know, buy local and sell local. Don't sell anything to anybody's over 50 miles away, right? Destroy these big corporations that claim they have the right to own you. If we continue to be users of their system, we continue to keep buying from them, then our kids and our grandkids and our great grandkids, assuming that we have great grandkids at that point, are all going to be total slaves. We can't work for them. We can't buy from them. And as much as possible, we have to off grid from them and bring the system to its needs. And then we can dictate what we want. And the first thing that we, it's got to be is, is human sovereignty. There are, no, there are no systems that are sovereign. There are no nations that are sovereign. There are no political parties that are sovereign. There are no corporations that are sovereign. Those are our artificial creations of man that are all flawed and effed up, and they all need to go away. The only thing that's sovereign are people. 
right? When human sovereignty is on top, everything else is good, right? When 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 women and, and men get to dictate what goes in their body, they can't be raped by big corporations that have products that scare a bunch of people into using them and to giving corporation power to force it on them. Then we got something. Right. And we can build from there. I, I, I like a lot of things. I like Peter Joseph. I like the Venus Project. I like, you know, but I don't know that those are the answers. I like the resource based economy. I like the gift based economy. There are a lot of new systems we can go to. But we don't have to use Odyssey anymore. We don't have to use Atari. It's OK. We can let Nintendo. <laughs> they suck. Right. There are better systems out there. We don't have to stay with a psychopathic monopoly game that keeps us fighting each other. We can create a new system. We need to evolve forward with, you know, what we knew we could do thousands of years ago, which is create systems that aren't based in conflict. That's how I'd wrap it up, Sean Yankee. I mean, that was like a whole 20 minute <laughs> thing. But I liked your point there. That was that was nice. I like that. And how is the best way for people to follow you? And uh, you mentioned your Patreon earlier. Yeah, I mean, that's the promote best way some right of those now. things, your I, links. I, I, yeah, I mean, I mostly promote Patreon like right now. It's, it's do you broad. stream on Patreon? I'm about to start. Um, I've seen that you can do that. I use Patreon too. And yeah. I've seen that you can do live streams, but I don't understand how. Do you know you, how? You, yeah. So you have to stream through Vimeo or YouTube okay. linked up to your Patreon. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. They don't actually do streaming themselves. They allow you to stream through those platforms. To so you set up like a private stream on YouTube right. or Vimeo or something and then send right. that feed right. to your Patreon. Okay. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's the best way to follow me. I, I, Patreon right now, to me, is like the only platform that pretty much lets you do what you need to do and say what you need to say. All the big social medias don't. Eventually, Patreon will sell out, too, because that's just how the world works. Um, but that's probably the best way. And from there, you know, I'm always posting, you know, things, links, Facebook, Instagram, stuff like that. But that's probably is it just way. your name on Patreon. Is that how people would find you there? I'm a boring guy, man. I'm a boring guy. I'm not dragging. So just search Gerard Kenyette Hay, and <laughs> that'll get you. Do you post there too? Because I've known yeah. you can do posts yeah. as well. I, yeah. I, I don't really. I was worried about getting discovered there. I think is why I stay so quiet. But you, you uh, you're saying you can pretty much express yourself over there. You, you can. I mean, the good thing is you can do posts that everybody can see, or you can do posts at different levels. Right. Which is a cool thing, because some people will just want to buy you a cup of coffee. Right. They yeah. buy in at the five dollar Sean, Sean, Sean Yankee level and they see a certain amount of content. Other people have a little more, maybe nine dollars, 14 dollars a month. And it's, you know, for a lot of people, that's just drops in the bucket. Right. They, they yeah. lose that at, you know, at McDonald's or, or, or coffee. But it means a great deal to you because now you have 20, 30, 40, 50 people who appreciate your work and they like what you're doing and they're just throwing pennies in the bucket but that bucket gets heavier and heavier and heavier for sean yankee right so now your right. studio is getting bigger bigger your mics are getting bigger you're mm -hmm. getting more professionalism you're like you're moving forward you're able to reach more people you might even be able to advertise and so i like patreon for that i mean it, it it's it's uh it's great i mean most of what i do there is is camp stuff right like i'm building you know, I find animal tracks. You know, what is that? That is a mountain lion, it's a javelin. What is that? Um, you know, I show the camp, what I'm building, what I'm working on, my solar system, solar panels, problems I run into. You know, I'm out in the artificial desert. I'm building a lot of dams and reservoirs and ponds and how I do my rainwater capture, stuff like that. So mostly it, it, it's going through 
the build, you know, of the camp and the challenges I'm having off bridge, you know, my hope is that I'm posting content that's valuable for anybody who's interested in greening the desert, right? Or anyone who's interested in buying, you know, 50, 80, 100 acres and starting to put together a community, because that's basically what I'm doing. You know, my goal isn't to off grid and go high. Like I said, if I wanted to do that, I'd, I would have I would went to Belize, right? right? My goal is to create a community where when people I know need a place to go, they have a place to go, right? I'm growing as much food as I can. I'm putting up a lot of greenhouses, wallapinis or earthen greenhouses using geothermal cooling, blah, 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 blah. So that when people need a place to say, you know what? I lost my job, but that's okay. You know, brother or sister, you can keep your dignity, have a place for you to come, right? <clears throat> Put in eight hours of work a week, you know, help grow some food, feed the community, feed yourself, feed your kids, whatever, work together, do a little plumbing. Is that what you're good at? Do some electrician or we'll show you how to do some gardening or whatever, you know, till you get back on your feet. A lot of people are going to be losing their jobs here real soon and they're going to need places to go. And and that would be the last point I guess I would make, which is independence, right? If you are dependent on this system, you're going to do everything the system wants you to do. This is why we can't off grid alone. We can't go do our own things and, and turn a blind eye. One, that's privilege and supremacist, and that's stupid. But two, the people who are left behind, they're going to put that armband on. They're going to put that hat on. And they're going to do exactly what the system tells them to do, which is to come get you. So you all grid for long. And, and, you know, if we don't bring people with it, and this is where these, you know, doomsday preppers and preppers miss it, is that if you do it alone, you're just waiting for your own demise. Because the people that you leave behind, eventually, because they're dependents on the system to get their drugs, their food, their water, their home, they're going to have to strap up that armband and come get you. We've seen it in history, and it's going to happen again. You're not going to be off gridding for long. So we have to build community. We have to help people and we have to give away the information. We can't we can't act like the billionaires. We got to stop being little mini me billionaires. And this is my information. This is mine. You know, you got to give that information free. And then hopefully you make another person like you who goes and does the same thing, you know. And then once you have a lot of empowered people who are standing up together. Man, amazing things can happen independence stop being a dependent on the system go ahead and release that nipple you know what happens to mama when the babies don't know how to let that nipple go you know <laughs> gotta let that nipple go like we're like we're we're, we're grown adults and we're, <laughs> we're still walking around sucking the thumb of billionaires and massive psychopathic corporations <laughs> it, it's okay you can you can take that you know take that pacifier my kids got old enough i took that pacifier <laughs> and i threw it behind the dresser and that's it. No, nah, ain't no more. No, nah, it's gone. Now you got to grow up. It's you know? time. And it's time for us to grow up. Thank you so much for coming on tonight, Gerard. And I hope Any you'll time. come back soon. Absolutely. If I'm still alive, you never know. We're gonna... hey. <laughs> it, 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 hey. No fear. No fear. You got to live every day. Today. Every day could be your last. You got to live today and you got to smile and you got to live your life. You got to live out your day. Don't ever, every decision you make in fear is a bad decision, including strapping up a face diaper and doing what psychopathic corporations who've been poisoning you and your grandmother for the last, I don't know how many hundreds of years that magically all of a sudden now they want to save you and your grandma. <laughs> right. They don't. They just want to make money. Absolutely not. 
Thanks again. And you have a great right. night, man. All right, brother. And, appreciate uh, it. Thank you. Yep. Oh, I pulled him before I meant to. I hate when I do that. Buttons. He was trying to say goodbye. I'm sorry about that, Gerard. But uh, you guys, thank you so much for participating in the show tonight, taking part, sharing, hitting like, all of that. I appreciate it. And like I said, this will be uploaded in our podcast platforms in about an hour. And I'll see you guys Monday night for the very next episode of this show. Have a great night. And Thank you.